gets into some. She doesn't know who I am. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> what do you call a Because pa- I'm just oh, a sh- teenage dirtbag, baby. <laughs> You, that's what you get. That's what you get. You want you want the lead in. You're getting the chorus too. You can <laughs> solo by Reg. All right, go on. Uh, um, all right, what do you call a person in a tree with a briefcase? Oh, I don't know. Branch manager. <laughs> Such a good. Kid. <laughs> all right, I got one. Uh, what do you do if you see an epileptic, epileptic having a fit in a bath? Pour in the bubble bath. Throw your washing in. <laughs> Now you got to be really careful about telling that joke because I told that joke at the pub the other day. Some bloke didn't laugh and find it very funny. And he said, oh, my, my brother, my brother died like that. He was epileptic. I was like, oh, shit. Sorry, mate, how'd he die? He said he choked on a sock. It's <laughs> 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 a joke within a joke. Jokeception. Oh, let's fucking go. Good evening, internet. Welcome back to another episode of In the Doghouse, the official podcast of eating ass. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, who are we joined by tonight, Marlana? We got a uh, toucan in tonight. Hey, how's it going? Oh, we're good. We're good. How about you? Oh, I'm not too bad, mate. Not too shabby. Good. Warm, isn't it? I don't know. Is it just me or is it warm? No, it's quite cold. Yes. Yeah, it's... I'm in here. I'm a bit warm. You have got a hoodie and trackies on. Oh, I haven't, not wearing a t-shirt underneath. That's because you're a piece of shit. No, I was like, it's going to be quite cold in there. And then then we sort of put some T-Rex costumes on. (laughs) Run up and down down the street. Chase a few cars. cars. (laughs) Scaring the locals. Literally, the next door neighbour go, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, get back in your house. (laughs) We're going to eat you. Shoot her! (laughs) Don't go into the long grass! (laughs) Do the fucking Sam (laughs) Neill. Sucks when I got video. That's uh, when the old lady walked out and looked at them all and said, that's one big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear, oh dear. Mm. Hit me with some administration, Marlanis. So, uh, the Patreon merch, you have one week left to buy that. So, I'm going to uh, send out another code, just in case anybody's missed it, so I don't want any fucking complaints. Oh, I didn't get it. I've had a few people hit me up today asking for the code and found it fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think think he even knows what it is yet. (laughs) Bless him. (laughs) Gylo. (laughs) Or gummy bear. Um, Yeah, keep buying shit or don't. We've got good stuff coming. Winter is coming, so... um, yeah, sorry if I don't seem I'm a bit fucking dead at the minute. Yeah. Mara, we have to we have to carry <clears throat> this to Cam. Uh, we change that then. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's to be it, fair, really, if any yeah. we're carrying, it's going to be Marlon, isn't it? Love you, Patreons. You're amazing. Um, yeah, as we've said numerous times, you wouldn't still be going if it weren't for you, cunts. I just want to um, I just want to clear something up on the on the Patreon front. Had a few messages in the last like couple of weeks and whatnot, sort of querying the Patreon. Um, and what it's all about. Um, I, I thought we made it pretty clear, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll drive it home once more. Um, the Patreon, the money we get from the Patreon, 
I don't know if some of you believe that we just piss it up against the wall or whether we just, you know, we take, we now work three days a week. Um, we definitely don't. Uh, <laughs> every penny of that is spent on this podcast. Every penny of the merch is pretty much just been reinvested into holding more stock, being able to afford nicer stuff, holding, you know, just like getting more stuff at the same time. So when we started, what do we have? Just like one set of t-shirts. Yeah. I'll and now we've got like a, a quite, quite to the range, wouldn't you say, Marlon? I'd say we got a decent amount of stuff and that's all thank you to you, scumbags. Literally. Yeah. It's all thanks to you guys. Um, yeah. I think, I think the only thing in the, in two years, nearly two years we've been doing this, we treated ourselves to some beer, Marlon, didn't yeah. we? From our own earnings. We bought some beer. And I think that is the only thing we have had, we've actually spent on ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, so just to clear it up, all Patreon money is reinvested into this podcast to make it sound better, go better, make our lives easier editing it and doing all the fucking behind the scenes shit and like the cameras and stuff and say cameras, all the fucking microphones and stuff we take to the truck shows and that, it's all not cheap. And so, yeah, that's, that's basically what it goes to. So you guys supporting us, was hugely appreciated because literally, as Marlon said, we wouldn't be here without you because we would have fucked this off a long time ago if we couldn't make it make sense. So yeah, massive shout out to you guys. Um, obviously, you can join the Discord if you're on the Patreon. You can get some yeah, if you're a top level Patreon. You can get discount off the fucking merch. Um, and yeah, we're looking to do some more things in the future with you Patreons. So there'll be more perks to being a Patreon. If I say Patreon one more time to say, I think I'm going to shoot myself in the face. A Patreon. Patreon. Patre if you are a Patreon, if you join the Doghouse Cult, which is our Patreon. So yeah, uh, if you don't know where it is, it's on our link in bio. Uh, it's in the every episode description. Uh, it's not hard to find, so you have no excuse. <laughs> it's like a pound a month. Go on, don't be tight. Be a legend. Be, be in my book. And yeah, we can't thank you guys enough, really. So yeah. Mm. Moving on swiftly. Um... Actually, looking at my car, Marlon, this, this, this week, next week, maybe. A car or a Land Rover? Oh, well, a Land Rover. I say it's kind of, I was, I was going to, and then I went off the idea, and now I think I'm back on the idea. Um, it's, uh, may, I'm going to say maybe, because everyone calls me out for saying stuff and not doing it. I didn't buy a swimming pool in time. I know, I'm sorry. The coffee machine is still in the works. I don't know why I'm saying all this, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, maybe getting a Range Rover Sport <laughs> as a works vehicle. <laughs> it's a 2000, it's a 2011 HSE luxury. <laughs> as a work vehicle. Oh yes. Oh, she's going to get beat the fuck out of and I can't wait. Three litre? Um, yeah, three litre SDB6, the dreaded engine. Is it, yeah, is it but it's, 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 it's kind of so cheap that I'm not really that bothered um, if it goes bang or whatever. But I mean, it, as and when, if and when, whatever I go and pick it up, I won't be going to pick it up. Did you know what I'll be doing, Marlon? You'll be uh, tapping up our old man. I'll be saving myself the fucking hassle. It's a fucking, it's a Range Rover. It's obviously going to go wrong on the way home because it just is. That's what it does. It's two and a half hours away. I will, uh, I'll just fucking get our man to do it. And who's our man? The Auto Mover. Hey, the sponsor of this episode. Massive shout out to you. The Auto Mover. The Auto Mover provides simple, reliable, professional vehicle transport services, whether it's a car, motorbike, caravan, track toy, project, or just another broken SDV6 2011 HSE luxury Range Rover Sport. Wait, one of them two piece cranks. 
And the good thing is they can drive you to and from every work every day. Yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll, I'll literally hire him. He'll ratchet strap me down <laughs> to the fucking flatbed and I'll just be like, oh, cheers, drive. Thank you. Just here I do. Uh, yeah, so if you need your vehicle transported, much like I do, head over to www.theautomover.co.uk for a free quote. And in the vehicle description, include our code ITDH for 10% off your entire delivery, like the absolute legends that they are over there at the Automover. So we can't thank you guys enough for that. Appreciate it. Oosh! Where can we find them, Reg? We can find them at the Automover on all their socials or again at www theautomover.co.uk and link in bio and the links in the bio the links in the episode description there's a fucking link post with them every week more than once a week so head on over chat them a follow chat them some likes we really appreciate that support the absolute criminals that support us because there really isn't many of them out there and uh, we uh, yeah we really appreciate the support man thank you very much Woo! I'm gonna take my hoodie off I'm a bit warm so, Keith, how's the week been, mate? Fuck, well, it's, it, yeah, it's... Do you know what? I've not experienced a week like this in a very, very long time. So, um, I'm kind of in and out of work at the moment. Why's that? Because I got, I don't know why, but someone sent me a letter saying I've got to go and do jury service. Oh! Who the fuck in their right mind? Surely it must go through, like, I mean, I'm guessing they go off, like, an electoral roll or something. Yeah. And then they'll, like, pull names out, and then they'll go, right, you're on it. But they must do some sort of vetting first. They must have looked at my, like, I don't know, my Instagram handle or something, and go, fuck, he's a right piece of shit, isn't it? <laughs> he's associated to the fucking doghouse. We're going to get him on down here. But I um, saw you put in for your fucking firearms license and thought, oh, really? Is that so? Yeah. Right, we'll make you pay for that, you can't. <laughs> so you're out the jury and stick you in the stand. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so I so I started this week, Monday, um, and it's an absolute fucking palaver. So for anyone that's obviously done it, bear with. For those that don't haven't done it before, this is kind of how it works. You get summoned to court, and if you don't turn up, you get a £1,000 fine. What? Yeah. Is there extenuating circumstances that can sort of you get out of it, basically, or not? Yeah, you, so this time, almost this time last year, I had the actual letter come through, and they said, right, oh, you, so you gave oh, you 12 can, you can defer, <laughs> you can defer it for uh, a year, can't so you? So, basically, that was at the time when I was still working for my previous employer. Money was really tight. I just could not financially afford to support it, because the thing with jury service, if you're employed, well, you're out of work, you're not getting paid. Because it's the employer's discretion whether they actually pay you or not. Right. Oh, really? So, um, obviously, when you get summoned, the employer must release you to go. There's nothing they can do to stop you from going to jury service. Right. Um, and then they get, like, a letter given to them, all the rest of it, and they can basically decide whether they pay you or not, or they can top your pay up. So, the expenses that you can claim back from the court is up to, and I emphasise on up to, because it doesn't have to be that amount, £64.50 a day. Oh, or wank, is it? Fuck no. So if my employer was to turn around and say, sorry, Keith, you're on your ass, mate. I ain't paying you. That's then potentially minimum two weeks. I could be out of work, not getting paid. Yeah. and have to live off £64 a day. Now, a lot of people might think, oh, it's fucking loads of money. But when you've got the overheads that we've got to pay this day and age with gas, electric, water, fuel, all the rest of it, and which brings me on to the next thing, the case that I'm almost a part of at the moment, we'll get to that in a minute, is an hour and 15 minutes from where I live. What? So if I drive there, well, I've driven there twice this week and I've done quarter of a tank of fuel, which is 
in my car, quite a lot of money. Yeah, big spending. Then you've got to obviously pay your parking. They won't reimburse you with your parking because there's a park and ride facility where I am. I looked into the park and ride facility. That's £4.50 a day. They'll only reimburse you £1.50. What? So this is going to oh. cost me money. Now, the park and ride is on the wrong side of the motorway to where I'd get if I got a bus into where I'm going. Oh my God. The bus takes three hours because it leaves... What? Yeah, so it leaves my place, heads out towards Western, then goes up to Bristol Airport and then goes back the other way down to near where I should be. And it drops me off 45 minutes walk from where I need to be at the courts. <laughs> what the fuck? This oh, yeah. makes no sense. This makes no fucking sense at all. So on that, courts don't start... Well, we don't have to be there till 10 in the morning. Fucking good job and all, really, because I've got to set off at 3 in the morning to get there. <laughs> so when you go in, at the minute, they've got a thing called the Criminal Bar Association. It's something to do with the barristers, or as my oh, partner so calls it, bar. baristas. Bar- well, I, don't know what, I don't know what coffee making and fucking law has got to go hand in hand, but... Hey. Um, yeah, so... Pumpkin I, I, spice latte, yeah. please. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you now. That's a nice wix, but pumpkin spice latte, please. So, um, yeah, basically, at the moment, some cases aren't going ahead because of something to do with the barristers, lawyers, solicitors, whatever, not turning up to court. But as a jury, you still need to be there because if they do decide to go through with it and you're not there, then it's obviously the court's fault that it can't go ahead because you need a jury when a case opens. So... You're no, right. But the, but the barristers aren't getting fined for not fucking turning up. No, nah, probably not. No, they're sat there with their fucking macchiato, whatever, aren't they, in the blooming living room? Just <laughs> shit bags. I would know nothing about that because my coffee machine isn't it! <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So, yeah, it's been a little. So, I went on Monday, got there for 10 o'clock, um, sat in this room with 18 other people on the jury, um, and they obviously drag all walks of life in. You know, I thought being in the army, you see a lot of different people, but this is fucking next level. There's people looking out of windows, licking them. Picking the noses, all sorts of weird shit. They but... chuck a fucking four pack of special brew in the street and just get a big net. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, come on, come in, <laughs> come in to judge your peers, you bastards. I mean, I reckon they, I say they pick the jury well. I mean, there's people from all walks of life. You've obviously got like, you know, top end sort of businessmen in there. We've got people that are working like um, school and education. You've got fucking scumbags like me that have come in. You know, it's, there's all walks of <laughs> life in there. Um, so the top and bottom of it basically is you go in there, you sit around and wait and wait and wait and wait, and then you'll get summoned into court. And then at the minute, there's 18 of us sat in the jury room. But on any one case, they only need 12. Now, the reason behind that is because if you go in there and, for example, the guy in the dark or someone there recognises you or you have any link to the area or that person or individual, whatever, yeah. they won't use you. It's two cab from the doghouse. <laughs> well, this is it. Like I thought, <laughs> I thought that might work in my favour. Now, obviously, when in Monday, they knew nothing was going ahead, so we got sent home. Come back tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I was like, look, drive, fucking hell, just ring me up in the morning. Like, Keen are we own. on or not? Like, do you know what I mean? I'll bring me fucking gear down, we'll fucking get on it. <laughs> but no, you've got to report down there. So you've got to go through all that ball lake of buses, taxis, horses, and fucking, you know, Amish lot getting you down and all the rest of it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> set on me horse and cart. And then they turn you and send you home. Like, it's... But the, the problem with it is, like, by the time they've released you to go home, by the time I get back, it's not like I can go back to work. Because by right, the time I then get late. to where I've got to go to site, they're packing up to go home. Yeah. It's an absolute fuck around. But went in Tuesday. We've walked into the courtroom and like, I don't give a shit. Like, I've gone in now. I've got me fucking like wife beater top on, white trash summer. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Genuinely, didn't give a fuck. They said dress smart. So that's as good as I'm going to do. 
gone in there and the judge is looking at me like an absolute fucking toe rag. <laughs> and I thought, this might work. But then I looked up on one of the screens on the corner, there was someone there on a like a video call, like linking in. Yeah. I thought, I fucking recognise that bloke. Oh no. I went home, got an email that night. Yeah, we don't need you till next week. <laughs> so I'm kind of guessing that I must have been recognised. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Instagram's kicking off now. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they sent me home. So obviously, because we got well, the Queen's funeral would have happened by now when this has gone out, but yeah. that's obviously coming up on Monday. So, um, yeah, I'm not back until Tuesday now. I'm kind of hoping it'll be the fucking same sketch. However, you're kind of booked in for two weeks, allegedly. I might have nothing now up until Thursday next week, and then a case could start Friday, which could drag on for six months, and I've then got to carry on with it. So I've been told. What a fucking ball ache that is. <sighs> So yeah, the kids are eating jam sandwiches and mouldy bread because we run out of money. So I'm not earning nothing and I'm paying out. <laughs> Thanks to the uh, UK justice system. Yeah, and it's an absolute shit show. Like I actually looked at the, um, they've got like a form up in the office um, sort of specifying what you can claim for. That's not been updated since 2011. Sort your fucking shit yeah. out, Jesus you piece Christ. of shit. 2011. 11 years time. of inflation. And they think a fucking bus ticket comes what costs one pound fifty. Give your fucking head a wobble, you stupid cunts. Now the thing is, I didn't volunteer for this. I got summoned to it, and I think, well, if you want me there, you got fucking pay for yeah. me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Or at least cover my cost, match it or beat it. Otherwise, yeah. no king shag. No, I've never done it. Have you fucking ever done it, Marlon? No, thankfully. Anyone Chief? can get picked for it. No, no, she's never done it either. One of my um. That's because you got a criminal record, mate. That's why. Oh yeah. Well, no, it's kind of, it's not, it kind of is a criminal record, but kind of not, but I'm not going to get too far into that because it's not podcast talk. Everyone's like, it didn't know what I did, but no, I'm not talking about that. Um, I think, but no, well, they let me have a firearms license, so I can't be that fucking bad. They even spoke to me about it when I applied for it as well. Yeah, but I suppose what you got done for is a little bit like driving license points, isn't it? Like they let you off after a certain time, didn't they? Yeah. It's a bit like Spunker, we got cleared after a while. Yeah, it was like after, I think it was after like three years, it was sort of expunged from my record or whatever, or sealed or something, I don't really know. It wasn't nonsense before anyone jumps <laughs> just go, about to make a Reg comment. Is a pedo! No, it was nothing <laughs> sexual for fuck's sake. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd enjoy it. I think it's just like, it's just, like you say, it's expensive. Yeah, and I think if I was... I don't want to say financially better off because I, I'd say I'm doing all right at the moment. I'm comfortable. It's just everything else in life at the minute it seems to be fucking pulling us back down. Like the cost yeah. of living, all the rest of it. But we're all in the same boat. I get yeah. that. But if I could have financially supported myself through this, I would be quite interested to see, like, because the case that I've been told that I'm potentially going to be a part of looks really interesting. Now, when we walked in, they said at the courts, the only one thing that we don't deal with here is basically murder cases. But everything from fingering your nan to, you know, robbing houses, death by dangerous driving, all that sort of stuff. So don't be surprised when you go in, because I can imagine some people might be like, oh my God, what mm. the fuck's this all about? Um, but yeah, the case, we got told briefly what the case might be. And it, it does <coughs> sound like it could be an interesting one. Yeah. I just couldn't wait to throw the spanner in the mix and just go with a complete opposite fucking opinion to everyone else. Just <laughs> hold out the jury for <laughs> yeah. like six months. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's, that's been my week, mate, really. Yeah. So between that and... Sounds fucking hell, if I'm honest. Rectifying fuck-ups at work and shit like that. It's, yeah, it's been a good fucking week. That sounds fucking fun. Nat. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Marlanis. 
you look tired. Please tell the listeners why you are so useless. Uh, well, I went to a wedding yesterday on a Thursday. Strange day for a wedding, not going to lie. I drank too much. No. Yeah. Like, it's not like you. A lot. You didn't send it as hard as I did, though. Surely you saw the night out. Yeah, uh, I reckon it was a it's a short night. I reckon I went to bed at 11-ish. Um, I did throw up on myself when I got home. Oh, fuck. What, big stylely? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, quality. She told me this morning. I was like, I don't, I never throw up when I'm sick, uh, when I'm ball bagged. No. Well, so I'm blaming dodgy food or something. Yeah, that's easy out, isn't yeah. it? But yeah, that, my head is still banging. I'm right. struggling on, so I will get livelier throughout the episode. Do not fucking worry. What they do? Serve you a dodgy pint or something? I've had them in the past, mate. They're a fucking nuisance, didn't they? They had Veltins on tap. Ooh. Where the fuck was that? Um, a weird house. Um, it wasn't down um, Farrington Gurney, was it? No, Pennard. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to. Uh, was it Farrington Gurney? No, They're still sh- serving Veltins down there. They were doing that at the wedding I went to four years ago. Probably what it was, mate. Gone off. Gone off. <laughs> I went to a wedding in uh, Chew, either Chew, one of the Chews, I don't know, Chew Magna, Chew Valley, Chew, Chew Dick, Chew fucking What's It. Chew these nuts. Got She thinks my track. That's the wrong one. <laughs> Fucking hate those songs. Um, we had this fucking we, me and Mule went to a wedding there back along. Lovely wedding, fucking the gorgeous place. All wood panel walls, a lot. You know, they gone all the fuck out. Proper eighty spec wood they panel. Got walls. It. Everyone's there drinking. Got a mid border as well. No, like proper like English oak, like you know, posing his got the old scand- lead, scand- lead water pipes, pipes there and all yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, yeah that's fucking it. Weigh that in, iron it up. You know. I was, uh, and we were there, and all, all my mates were like drinking pints, and me and Mule rocked up. We're like, all oh, right, pint of Amstel shag. Mule took one sip of it, looked at me, and he goes, ain't it fucking good. I was like, oh, is it? So I sit, fucking wanged. Absolute trash. Everyone else who sat there just drinking it, happy as Larry. I was going out to people like, is that drink all right? Yeah, it's fine, mate. I took a sip. Do you mind if I just, I think mine's a little bit. Try not it. fucking culture, mate. That's why. Absolutely <laughs> clapped. I was like, fuck this. I was like, all right, I'll have a Peroni. We all pushed the boat out, like fucking six pound a pint or something. Horrendous. That was off as well. I said, fuck this, Mule. Let's get on the cider. Pint of gold. That was off as well. What? That is what, do you know what? I have a real gripe with places like this. It's fucking events places. They don't sell enough beer. The problem is they have too many fucking beers on tap. And let's say they do two wedding a week, maybe a wedding every two weeks. They're not getting the throughput of beer Mm. and they're too fucking tight, even though they're charging 40 fucking grand for a wedding or whatever. And you're buying the drinks as well. And all the piss was off. Fuck that, me and Mule got on the bottle. So they were like seven quid or something for a 500 for like, it was big Peroni boys. And um, I was like, fuck this. And everyone's, everyone, everyone's oblivious. It's like, have I woken up in a dreamland? Has everyone been hypnotized? It was all a dream. It's trash pints and I can't fuck it. I won't, I won't abide it, Marlon. I won't no, abide I, trash pints. No. I, to be fair, they had um, one cider on tap, one lager on tap. That was it. That's all you need, man. That's yeah. all you need. And uh, good lager. I do like Veltons. But... The more weddings I go to, the more um, fish to get. Yeah, that as well. Um, I'm educated now. Okay. So when I'm getting dressed, no. When I first started going, (laughs) no, I'm really good at that. You look smart. She only has to do. No, she doesn't do anything actually. She can't even tie a tie. I can tie a tie. Qualified man of culture. But um, yeah, can put shoes on as well now. Car bar. What car bar? 
always take oh, a car oh, bar. Yeah. Oh, always sneaky pints. Always yeah. got to have sneaky Ca- pints. When you said car bar, I thought you meant breaking into someone's parked out on the. F- <laughs> Fuck's sake! What wedding did you go into? <laughs> so like last night, we had um, we had some Birdweiser in the back. We had some vodka. Um, there's a bit of pims there. Like it's used to shit at really, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Chair pints. That's what I call them. You can put them under your chair, don't you? I was oh like, no, I just pop because the. The venue, the evening do venue, was right next to the car park. Uh, so yes. Literally, oh, I just um, go and check me tires not flat with my car bar. <laughs> yeah, it is a key because they do. Some places are all right. I've been to one venue like twice, three, three times by the time this comes out. I think um, three times, and they're sound on drinks, real fair prices. But some of these places, you go, I'll rob you fucking blind. And then when you get a shit pint, you just do it. I just that we left at like six. I was like, I'm not, I'm some, not even staying for the yeah. afternoon. After do fuck this. It's a really nice place and really nice people, good friends of mine. But I was like, I'm not staying. If I can't drink, I ain't fucking staying. I'm gone. Then there's like one of those places where the car park's like six miles away, you know, on a ground. But next to the walled garden. Ah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Red, how's your week been, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Um, oh, I was on a bit of a mad one today at work. I was rushing around like a headless chicken trying to get everything done so I'd get, get in here and get recording pretty quick. Um, didn't actually happen. Anyway, we bought a, um, about a couple months ago, we got a massive pressure washer at work. And I mean, like a massive, massive pressure washer. You've seen it, haven't you? Yeah, big yeah, old boy. Big boy. You were like, I know. He were, he's basically, he's like 3,600 PSI, 30 litres a minute. This thing can blow a hole in the elephant's ass. Um, anyway, clean the bloodstained carpet. It's like, like really yeah. quick. Some takes it, off all the ballistic shit off the glass, doesn't it, after you've been shot yeah. up? Yeah. Some it went, some it went wrong with it, big styly. But I don't think it's big styly, but I haven't looked into it enough. And basically, I needed a new one pretty quick, sharp. Anyway, I I have my eyes on this gorgeous V twin petrol, five thousand psi. It, oh, it was a fucking demon! It was a demon. I can't tell you. It it, it was a seven hundred cc V twin petrol. He was ready. You That's know. the sort of thing you use for hydro demon, mate. You'd be oh. cutting through stuff. With oh that. yeah, he, he, he cut a cut. He cut a pallet in half. Guarantee it. Fucking gorgeous bit of kit. <laughs> It weren't even that bad price. I think you're about five grand. And it's like clean dismemberment as well. Yeah. yeah. Legs sort of, off like that. Shut up. Anyway, I, uh, I really wanted this one, but the powers that be in the accounting department, they said no. The ma- <laughs> no. <laughs> the, man, the man from Jamaica says no. <laughs> so yeah, I sort of got stuck with this fucking heap of Chinese shite. It's called a VTUF, and I can highly recommend that nobody ever fucking buy one it did have it. It got a Yanmar, a Yanmar engine, which is Japanese diesel, yeah. which is yeah. nice. But like the, you could just tell the build quality of it was shite. Like all the tubular steel was about fucking 0.5 mil thick, and mm. it's just nasty. Anyway, so I was on it a day doing a bit, and um, I said a bit. I was on it eight hours fucking straight, white finger all the fuck. And <laughs> wife's gonna have a lovely time later. <laughs> 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 Practically vibrating him around the room. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I was uh, I was going along, and I had a fucking all of a sudden pressure just disappeared at the handle, and I was like, ah, oh, fucking hell, what the fuck's going on here? And I've always got the cake, the trigger cable tied open, so I ain't got to squeeze it because I'm a fucking demon. Um, anyway, so <laughs> kinking a pipe shank, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I went back. Oh yeah, just one of the bra- like, I've had it. I've probably put sixteen hours on this thing. Yeah, I just blew one of the fittings clean off, just clean in half. A stainless steel fucking fitting. And is, it, like, is it stainless steel or is it Chinese stainless well, steel? Well, it's Chinese. It's fucking Chineseium. <laughs> I said to my employee, she was looking at it, and I looked at her and I said, You see that? I said, When something is that shiny, it's either really good quality or really bad quality. 
and we can see by the fracture straight <laughs> through the fucking middle of it and the fact that it is in two pieces that that would mean she was like it's really bad quality. I was like, we've gained somewhere. <laughs> Yay. A fucking learning. But yeah, it was, it was a fucking shit show. So I'm there with all these spanners and that. Anyway, there's an unloader valve on them. Basically unloader valve. So when you release the trigger, it sends the, it sends the water instead of running it through the pump constantly round and round and round and overheating it. It sends it back to like a bypass valve. Then. Yeah. It's basically like that. Anyway. So I was sort of thinking, well, if I've constantly got the trigger cable tied open, do I need an unloader valve? So some full-on bush mechanics was going on here. Oh, Shaq, she's direct drive now. Just fucking <laughs> one line in and one line out. If you shut that trigger off, the fucking thing's going to stall. <laughs> so, 16 hours, though, and something like that fails. Oh, it's got... It's fucking it, ridiculous. Oh, it proudly emblazoned on the base of it, on the fucking half mil sheet that the thing oh, sat on. 10 mil, wa- ten it, minute warranty. F- fucking three-year warranty. Fuck me, the thing come off the lorry... And when it came off the lorry, first of all, it was scratched because it was, you'd think something like that. It was about four grand-ish, I don't know, something like that. Um, it came, it didn't come on a pallet. No, no. Well, it kind of came on a pallet, but you think it'd be in a like wooden crate. It come with like yeah. porn crackers or something. <laughs> Fortune <laughs> cookie shack. You, you laugh. <laughs> you laugh. I got fucking wild. You got it, a it, Chinese New Year it calendar. It turned up in a fucking cardboard box around a pallet. And it did. The, it was missing its handbrake for a start, so this thing is just rolling forwards and backwards, bang, Dang. bang, 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 all the way from fucking fuckheadistan or wherever it came from. <laughs> anyway, I, I got it out, and the intake water filter had been crushed because it had run over its own water filter <laughs> by rattling around in its little cardboard box. In a little cardboard box, the thing weighs about two hundred fucking kilos. So I rang them up. I said, look, I said, I, uh, I said, nice bit of kit. I said, shame you couldn't fucking package the thing straight. I said, because I can't even use it because the water filter's fucked on it. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I said, it's also missing, missing its handbrake. Oh, well, is the red handle there? I said, red handle's there, but I can see there's clearly something that's meant to go into this red handle that you sort of lever forward and it jams into the tire. This isn't like, I was thinking it would be like a nice sort of bar that would come down and sort of press along the top of the tire. Oh, yeah, no, don't worry. No, worry. We'll, get, we'll get that sent over to you. Did you get the cake? I was like, what? Oh, he sent you some cake. I was like... What, from China? It's gone some... off. <laughs> well, the whole, I think the whole thing is sort of built in China. And then it's like assembled in the UK and sold for a redistributor. I took the epoxy fucking sticker off the top of the pump that said VTUF and underneath it was Yang Ding Wang. <laughs> I reckon half your problem, mate, was when he shipped it out of China, where they were dodging the missiles that the China were putting into Taiwan and the fucking <laughs> captain was steering the ship left and right and rolling all over the place. That's probably what it was. Honestly, I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, what do you mean, what cake? Oh, he said you had some chocolate cake with it. Say thanks. I was like, a better way of saying thanks would have been to build the fucking machine properly in the first place now, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Right, I'll expect those next day then. Cheers, bye. Anyway, the thing's a piece of shit. I fucking hate it. Do not buy a V-Tough. Anyone out there, if you're going to buy anything, buy a Hugh, anything from Hugh Crane. Uh, not, not Ukraine. Ukraine? No, Hugh Crane. H-U-G-H Crane. Hugh Crane Cleaning Equipment, the Commando. They're fantastic. Don't buy a four by dual pumps. Uh, Honda Rapiers are pretty good. Well, the Rapier with the Honda engine. Yeah, I'm quite keen with pressure washing. I know a fair bit about it, but yeah, they're just, uh, yeah, so it's, it, pressure washing is great. I really enjoy it, but the fucking, it's just not out there anymore, is it? The quality, you know what no, I mean? Yeah, everything has taken a fucking huge, like, jump off a cliff, really. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, 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 Chinese like, steel is fuck, it drives me <laughs> fucking wild. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. For two, two days that had lasted, two, realistically of work, working time, two days, and it had just bl- blown itself to pieces. 
I was like, this does not bode well for anything. Mm. Oh, instead of having like proper rubber mounts, like on the actual engine and the gearbox, oh, you get, oh, it gets better, right? So you think like you've got engine, gearbox, pump. You think like there'd be some sort of mounting frame for like the gearbox and pump. No, no, we'll just fucking drive the, uh, we'll drive the casing bolts in and uh, we'll just hope that it floats there. It's literally the, the pump and gearbox are just, it's hang, just... just hanging off the engine. The engine's uh... fixed down. And even better, there's no vibration mounts for the engine, not like proper, you know, proper vibration mounts that yeah. you put on the bottom of like a um, air compressor or something. Now they've just got like obviously a sheet of rubber and just cut rectangles out of it and then just like sort of <laughs> fucking screwed it down through that. I was like, whoa, we really are cutting. Oh, no diesel filter either. No diesel filter. Just one of those tiny little sort of... Um, oh, see-through things. Little, no, no, a little cylinder that kind of sits in the fuel neck that probably lets in about, I don't know, 60 mil of fuel an hour when you're trying to pour it in no no in the, it's no inline filter no nothing honestly it is the biggest load of shite known to man Yamaha are good engines but like you, the problem is anyone can buy one and bolt yeah. it to anything they like it just fucking drives me out of the wall mate I'm just done with it uh, aside from that um, still slowly creeping on with the old house re- renovation as it were we painted the, uh, painted the painted the office she's very happy Egyptian cotton, whatever the fuck that what, means. What colour is that? Uh, it's it, it's magnolia with two drops of fucking sage green in it, mate. That's what it is. Uh. But Dulux to take the fuck, take pride and charge me forty pound for a uh, five fuck liter tin. Dulux. Yeah, I won't lie, it went on all right. Um, one, did, that, did you buy that one coat? Gloss my ass. Nah, mate. Nah, fuck all that. Just like Matt emulsion. It, like, I fucking one coat gloss. I've never seen so much bollocks in my life. And uh, yeah, what else? I bought that fucking thing from IKEA, and we bought that big chest of drawers. Fuck me, you always, I don't know why, why is it with blokes, right? When we get like flat pack and shit, we're always like, oh, I've got smashed together an hour and a half. Six fucking <laughs> hours. Six hours it told me, it took me to put that fucking thing shit. together. The cunt's got uh, 10 drawers and he's about two meters wide. And he's about 80 centimeters high. So he's a fucking monster of yeah. a thing. Jesus, sweet Mary. I feel your pain, mate. Like, I, I watched a season of Breaking Bad putting the fucking together. <laughs> I had it the other day, like, I got back home from work and she said, oh, I've ordered a new bed for Little M. All right, sound, I thought. Fat the struts down the side, headboard, fucking bottom board, slats in the middle, job Boom. done. That's what you're thinking, isn't it? Pulled this box out, mate. It was no bigger than a crate of beer. It had, like, 102 pieces oh, in it. Just... I was like, you fucking taking the piss? I might as well just, like, fucking mill the wood myself and make it up at night. 400 of those fucking little dowel That's pieces. The ones, you and know, then you yeah. got the fucking quarter turn fucking jobbers that lock into the fucking stems. Oh my oh, God. God. Fucking killed her, mate, honestly. It They're also her. made out of fucking Chinese still. Oh, yeah, they, yes, they are. Oh, yeah, I found that out when I put the impact on the cunts. Hey, I thought I'd just fucking all quick half a term with the impact. Say, bang. All right, that's that one gone. Move as a baby's bum. Fucking hell, get the Phillips out. Fucking job. Yeah, not... Not great, but uh, so all week I've had the, uh, you know that fucking dreaded saying, and I think I saw some video about it back along that made me laugh, and it's so true. It strikes fear into the heart of every man with a partner, and that saying is... I found your phone. <laughs> no, that, the saying is... If my grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I'll get her in a minute. So I was thinking... Oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, that's well, here we go, saying, sit down. How much is this going to cost me? How much time is this going to take me? And how long is it going to take you to take it? whereabouts on the list is this going? Whatever this one. I was just thinking, oh my fucking God. She wants to detexture all the ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. 
Yeah, you got you got, you got textured ceilings, haven't you? Same as me. Yeah, yeah. She wants all of them, every single one detextured. And you want a trowel or your shag? I <sighs> divorce is going to be cheaper, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, it's fucking cheese. Yeah, a fucking spray bottle and some water and a fuckload of poly sheet. <sighs> I'm not looking forward to it, boys. I think I, what I'm going to do is try and do the old shiny diversion tactic. Oh, look at this. Oh, we could go do this. Or, oh, look. The problem is, well, it's not like you can even like stud wall it and put some like fucking yeah, drywall in it. Because you'll yeah. bang your head on the fucking roof, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't cover it. It's got to come off. You've got two options. You've got sand it, which is a can. Or, or divorce it. Or you've got fucking, yeah, um, scrape it. Skim it. Yeah. Or what, what do you mean skim it? As in like, we'll scrape it off? Nah, skim it. Nah, fuck. I ain't paying a fucking plaster to come and do that. Oh, actually, oh, the thing is, money. Robbing cunts, if, they are at all. Like, I've never seen a fucking. Wait a minute, I'm just going to look There's at my... not a fucking decent plaster out there, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I've never seen a straight, straight fucking wall. I was painting my fucking walls at, at the weekend, looking at it like, fuck me, none of this is fucking straight or plumb. <laughs> fucking sick. Or what you could shit. do, or what I, what, I'll just look at my bag a minute for your balls. Yeah, no, I can't find them, mate. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you could just kind of shut up yeah, and just, fuck off. Just get on with shit, mate. It, no, if Chief, if Chief said, oh yeah, we're going to do all the roofs, and nope. You'd do it. No, I fucking wouldn't. No, she wouldn't ask you. It'd take like fucking two years yeah. to do. No, I wouldn't even start. I'm not fucking doing that. I'm just a good part. I don't mind doing the work. It's just like when when it starts, she's got a million fucking ideas, and I'm like, just one at a time, love, please. One weekend at a fucking time. Last weekend, I actually worked out. I sat down for two hours whole weekend. I sat down for two fucking hours. I was wild. She bitching and moaning that oh, all we ever do is go out and do stuff for the fucking boys. You're always on the piss. You only ever fucking take time off for the boys. The fucking weekend off to do that. Fucking didn't sit down once. I was like, Jesus Christ, I had a quieter time on a Thatcher's tour, you can. <laughs> oh, I do love her, really. She's a fucking angel, but my God, it's fucking, it's a lot of work at the moment. It's a busy time. So, the reason for the episode tonight. Well, I asked all of you fucking disgusting, worthless pieces of shit to, um, Send me in your best school stories. So, and my God, you did. So, is might that... Might have to be a two-parter. It, it, it might be a two-parter. It might get trimmed down. That I've... God alive. I hope your Biff, Chip and Kipper is up to scratch. <coughs> yeah, I'm ready. I will say, Marlon, some of them... I I, I wouldn't say I rewrote them. I... I, pun I, I punctuated them, some ah, of them. Right, because good. even I was struggling to read them. Um, but I've punctuated them for mine and your reading pleasure. So... Uh, do you want to take it away? Yeah, do you want, should I start with mine? Oh, you can start with yours if yeah. you want, boo. You can do what you want, sweetheart. Uh, so we went to a local school. We weren't too bad. We were... No, yeah, okay, we were assholes. Yeah, you were red tie, weren't you? Yeah. Fuckers. Um, music. One of the shittiest classes in the world. Um, and we had, like, Hitler for a teacher. I think music should be optional. Yeah, it's... Well, fuck off. So anyway, she was an asshole. Proper jobs were um, just not a very nice woman. Yeah. We made her cry once or twice just because she's an asshole. But she used to park her car right next to the um, block where she taught. And it was a Morris Traveller. Oh, I know who you're on about. It Fuck. didn't weigh a lot, did it? No, they don't. No. Shows um, how long ago you went to school, didn't it? <laughs> Right next to the full Cortina. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, after one of her classes, one day, she fucked us off quite a lot, walked out of the door. There's a few of us, we clocked our car. And we all kind of looked at each other and just smiled. We ended up picking the ass end up and wheeling it down the road. No! Yeah. 
<laughs> or like literally all of you lift it yeah. and then just like fucking shuffled it down. Yeah, didn't leave it in gear or anything. So just lift the ass end up and waddle up and down the road. Fuck. She obviously obviously found out. Yeah. What'd she say? Couldn't prove it, I suppose. No. No, like, no. What? You fucking horrible bastard. Well, the next week we had um, her again because that's how school works. She go back. Yeah, yeah you go back yeah. the next year. Yeah. Um, she was like, "I know you did it." Oh, uh, what? Nah, nah, I wasn't us. Nah, I don't know what you're on about. Oh, that's your car, is it? Nah, I didn't know that. Nah, I definitely wasn't us. But yeah, nothing ever came of it. It's just fuck them, fuck them. Uh, so I got one here from our man Omelette Shout out to Omelette The fucking legend Come round yesterday And I shit you not He must have brought round A hundred fucking beers Wow I got a fucking drink of ally <laughs> I said well No I know you're not going to drink those ones Mar- uh, Omelette But you fucking You've bought all this Ah look after the boys tonight I tell you what I give him his fucking due I bumped into him in Tesco's the other day And I was picking up some dog food And a bottle of wine for the wife The fucking clever bastard Clocked what wine I bought and then bought two bottles for Dahl as well. Ah, wow, she's got to she's got to fucking put up with it every weekend in here, and she got to look after her, keep her sweet, keep the podcast going, <laughs> like invest in my own future. <laughs> fucking champion, right? So this one's from Omelette. So I went to a local well-known school, Whitstone, and decided to be uh, decided to be a little bit rebellious at lunchtime and leave school site. Me and my mates went to the local Tesco to get lunch. When we came out, PC Jobsworth caught us and tried chasing us. We jumped off the Tesco wall on the roundabout with a massive tree on it across the road and fell over a two-foot wall by the Honda garage, just dislocated my elbow. It's safe to say PCSO Jobsworth caught me and phoned my parents, who then had to take me into A&E to have my arm popped back in. <laughs> Good news, though, got the rest of the week off for it, so it wasn't all bad. He got another one here. So it was in town on lunch again, being a little rebellious student, and thought, well, get me haircut, save do it after school. Well... <laughs> Got caught, didn't I? My PCSO <laughs> fucking Jobsworth, who took me back to school with half a haircut. I had to go back after school to get it finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That's brilliant. I wish there was a photo of that. I got one last one here. Uh, last one. Head science teacher, Mr. Green, had a little greenhouse off his classroom. One day during our lesson, he decided to go out and check his plants. Well, he left the key in the door, so me and a couple of my mates locked him in and turned the sprinklers on. Turned out he don't like to be watered like his plants. He's <laughs> 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 such a little fucker. <laughs> he was like, he was the one that had the fucking doghouse playing, playing in the forklift in the warehouse. Ah, what are they going to do? Sack him? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> oh, man. I fucking enjoyed that. Right, so we've got the next ones from Dirty Diesel. Hey. Many moons ago when I was nonce fodder. I like that. <laughs> he still is, isn't he? <laughs> yes. you, I don't know you're wrong, Jack. I love you, but I was I, you you and your missus, you're like fucking two little smurfs. <laughs> Jess is a spinner over, so let's not beat around the bush. Yeah, so it's Jack by the sounds of it. Like, Ernie's getting dommed all the fuck after the bar crawl. Is that true? I don't know. It might just be word on the grapevine. Yeah, it might have been my fault, but <laughs> Peg him If my grandmother had wheels She would have been a bike Right so At school we had a courtyard In between two buildings Bang in the middle of school In this courtyard Was a big pole Rog Can't remember what it was made of But had some hellish flecks in the wind 
It was one thing that every time you go past it, you had a good old push and a shake to get her into Bendy Wendy. <laughs> now, one day, me and a mate thought if we get on each side, push and pull, <laughs> to see what actual flex she's got. On top of the pole was a big glass dome with a light in. We pushed and pulled this pole and it almost went sideways drive. Next thing, the glass dome has gone straight up to the moon. A few <laughs> seconds later, it hit the deck and just smashed into thousands of pieces. Then had to spend the next week running home to beat my mum to the letterbox before she got back from work. Me and my mate had to pay a £1,000 oh, each towards a new fuck. light for the courtyard and spent a week in the Naughty Boy booth. Pocket money out of the safe and a £1,000 in notes in an envelope and straight into the school office telling my mum had a letter for them. Fucking job done. Mum never found out. Fuck, a thousand pounds, those robbing bastards. There's no way in hell that cost a thousand pounds. No. You know. Fuck's sake. Second one, he was in high school. I used to move to America now. At the time, but my mate's little brother was in middle school, uh, at the school they used to go to. At this school was a swimming pool. Proper Tory spec for a shithole. <laughs> we managed to convince this lad to leave a stone in the push door of the exit of the swimming pool no, playground. No, no, no. Sort of no. a fire exit door that wasn't alarmed. We went in one night with bottles of washing up liquid and filled the water <gasps> system with washing up liquid. Fuck. And turned it off at the plug. The next day, the kid's swimming class was cancelled due to an unknown problem with the swimming pool. Never saw what happened, but apparently it would have made a hell of a phone party. Cunts. <laughs> I love it when they do it. You see when people put them in fountains. It's just absolute like carnage, isn't it? It's absolute aggro to get rid of as well, and you got like properly. I think you're like it's got to go through like hundreds of times. Either that, you got to flush the whole thing. Little bastards. I was watching some bloke on YouTube. This guy, um, Ali Law. You ever heard of him? He Name rings about. Yeah, he, he does like he does like breaking into shit or like overnight challenges where he goes to IKEA and then just like hides in like one of the set up bedrooms overnight. It just sits in there and then they like fuck around at night and they try and like not get caught. There was one where they went to a fucking like a school swimming pool, did exactly the same as that, got in for a fire escape, went into a storeroom, restacked all the boxes and then hid behind the boxes until the fucking thing, like until the place closed. And then they went after like everything shut, they just threw everything in the pool, like everything, <laughs> all the pool noodles, all the floaties, like fucking everything. And some bloke comes and bangs on the window like, you're not meant to be here. He's like, yeah, we're from the social media team. We're doing a video for the school. And they're like, no, you're not. He's like, yeah, fucking come and get me. <laughs> and one of his one of his mates, he's there blamoring on at the window like, you little kids. And his mate's just there slowly rolling down the blind, just like, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Such little cunts. Does make me fucking laugh. Like. He's got a little, um, little tagline on the end of this. Little shout out for the school episode, if you can. To our lovely Jess, when she was younger, she was full Tory spec. Private school cost many pennies. Get this, though. It blew my mind when she told me she never ate a turkey Twizzler or never did potato stamp at school. They had a three-course lunch brought out to them how the other half live. I always tell her she hasn't lived if she hasn't had a turkey Twizzler. Also, the owner of the private school was called Uncle Barney by all the students. Oh, that's fucking... Check the hard drive there. That's fucking weird. Uncle Barney. On a plus note, you know what they say? The posh birds love anal. They do. They really do. By Uncle Barney. <laughs> <laughs>
Barney's Funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dirty Deeds. You can thank Uncle Barney for that. <laughs> <laughs> Wish my missus went that school. <laughs> <laughs> Be like blowing over the top of a moonshine jug, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fucking hell. Oh, man. Right. I got one here from uh, our man, Ollie Giles. Django himself. Old school stories. Where do I start? Think with the racism one. So in secondary school, there was one lad who was an utter cunt. Anytime he would call me an N or a black cunt, I just retaliate, but always get in trouble for it. Until one day he called me a dirty black cunt. Well, I just saw red and threw him against the fire door. Little did I know, <laughs> in capitals, that the door wasn't strong. It wasn't the strongest in the world. It broke off at the hinges, set the alarms off. I dropped the little cunt and the whole boarding house pretty much stampeded over him. Still got expelled for it, but was totally worth it. Which brings me on to my next one. <laughs> the new school I moved to was a Quaker school and didn't believe in punishing students. Well, I thought that, well, I thought I was the fresh prince having the run of the place. <laughs> just imagine, <laughs> you just see him getting thrown out like Uncle Phil through Jazzy Jeff out. <laughs> <laughs> Having a defender with no locking doors in the boarding school wasn't the best idea. Often used as a smoking shelter, grandstand for rugby, a bar, a book locker, a shag palace, a battering ram on the vending machines. <laughs> While ripping out the securing bolts from the walls so we could tip the contents out. The car, the car park was on top of a slope overlooking the rugby pitch. This often led to me being called over the tannoy as it would somehow let its handbrake off, take itself out of gear and roll down the slope every morning, it felt like. <laughs> also used to have to do groundskeeping as a way to punish me, mostly raking leaves. But I had, I'd got pally with the janitor and managed to, to gain, <laughs> gain the use of the mini road sweeper, get the job done sharpish and bugger off down the bar for a few. <laughs> I can't believe, of all the people to put in a, put in a, uh, a school that doesn't believe in punishing punishing kids Ollie Giles would not be the oh no he's been expelled from this place let's take him to somewhere that doesn't believe in punishment yeah that makes fucking sense where is a Quaker school anyway what is a Quaker I, 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 I've I know never... they don't believe in violence Quakers don't believe in violence I thought they made porridge well it was Quakers yeah they, well he was a Quaker yes I know but I thought Quakers were pretty big over in like the Midwest weren't they Keith you're our go to man on that kind of shit pass oh, I don't fucking know <laughs> Wrong side of the border for you, isn't it? Yep. You're a Canada man. Fucking <sighs> hell. Right. Marlon. Horsepower Images has sent this one in. All right. Okay, in year five, you youngsters call it year 11. What the fuck? Must have had a different structure. I was having extra lessons. Oh, wow. With a very young and pretty English... Oh, right. Pretty English teacher. We thought we were being careful and nobody would ever find out. Four or five months in, we <coughs> were in her car in a different town... When we had a quick kiss at the traffic lights. No harm, as nobody would know, right? Well, next week, I'm in English, when the RE teacher walks in, looks at me, and winks. He was a good lass, so I didn't think anything of it. He then looked at the teacher and asked if she'd had a good weekend. Oh, no. When she said, it was good, thanks. He smiled and replied, I bet it was. I saw you in this town, and you looked to be having fun. Turns out he was the car behind us at the traffic lights. That was the end of that. Quality. Fuck. 
but th- that was the end of that. I guess that was the end of that. It was just like, oh, well, it was all, everything was fine because it was back in the day and, you know, no harm came to anyone. And that was the attitude that led to Jimmy Savile. Well, you know, they're dead. Who are they going to tell? Fucking hell. Oof. Marum. Oof, Marum. Right, uh, got one here from our man, Jordan Morgan, this king of scrap. I scratched a teacher's brand new 3 Series Coupe BMW from the backlight to the headlight with a stone because he said I didn't need because he said I didn't need help because I had learning difficulties. Then gave it the big one in his class, asking who'd done it. He thought it was someone else. Even even then, asked the repair bill three k later. Still didn't find out it was me. <laughs> That's just fucking horrible. So we had a really cunty PE teacher, and he was a cunt to everyone. He used to talk to us all like shit. He was a nancy cunt and a perv. When we used to get when we used to get changed. So when we were out playing rugby one day, me and a few other of our rugby team from outside school come up with a plan to wipe the cunt out. So me being prop and my fellow prop playing playing two biggest cunts on the pitch. He'd run down the sideline and I'd wipe him out. So we'd done that. As I wiped him out into the teacher, the old cunt buckled on the floor, fucked his knee and never came back to school. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, that's... Well, I... If you... I fucking hate PE. You know what they say about teachers, don't they? Uh, if, if, if you can't do teach, yeah. if you can't teach, teach PE. I do, yeah, we had like two, Mr. Thee and Mr. Ward, didn't we? Yeah. One of them was like the most, I, everyone always said he was from the army, but he wasn't. He was just so fucking regimented. And the other one was so dense. You remember that haircut that like everyone, well, probably I'd say everyone when we were younger, the people that were older, it's probably you, Keith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like with like- the, the back spiked up and the front swept over. No, that was after me. Oh, it was after yeah. you. Yeah, you know you know those ones? He always had his hair like that. And he was like, right, guys, guys, yeah. yeah. And he loved basketball. And it was the most peculiar things. He was a short and stocky man. <laughs> With a massive fucking comb back on his head. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah. I used to be in the school basketball team. You did? Yeah. You wish you were a little bit taller. <laughs> wish you were a bowler. Wish you had a girl who looked good. You could call her. Yeah, we were fucking shit, I think. I don't think to be a, a Luke. Luke was a baller, our mate. Yeah, he was a he was a big basketball player. But no, I, I'm never really interested in that. I couldn't fucking, I couldn't dribble myself, let alone dribble a fucking ball. <laughs> oh, this one, this one's fucking. This good. one is a banger. I did, I did have a little look at this one. Right, so this one is sent in from Bunny. So she said, it, "Sorry, it's long. It's a bit fucking long." Secondary school. Living my best life, bullying the local smelly gypsy boy, Reg. Um, there's a new history teacher. I don't remember this history teacher. I do. I think it was our... I think he joined as you left. Right. And then left shortly after. <laughs> as we'll find out shortly. So, there's a new history teacher who wears the tightest trousers and rests his bulge on the desk at every opportunity. My teenage self fell in love, found out he was married, devastated. But I'm patient. Take GCSE and A-level history. When I find out he was teaching them and spend the next few years only doing my work for those lessons. Arriving 10 minutes early, wrote hearts around his name on my book. The lot. 100% sure that I'm going to bag this man one day. Fast forward a few years. One night out in the only place to be. Kudos. Mr. Thingy's over there. I'm told, look over 
in disbelief. This is it. This is my time. <laughs> I manifested it for years in my intoxicated state and full of confidence. I slide on over. Recognize me, sir? Sir, mind. Oh, fucking hell. Get some response about the size of my tits being unforgettable. Choose to ignore oh, that. Being Jesus, weird. That's weird. I'm in. Side note, by this time he is divorced. End up back at his that night. Wake up the next morning not remembering much. Damn. And decide I need to sneak out while he's asleep because I look like I've had a night of it. But decide I'll write a note because your girl's classy and polite. <laughs> Rummage around and find an envelope and write, thanks for last night. In case you want to see me again... Here's my number. My and asshole then looks like a chewed orange. <laughs> Do a horrendous walk of shame from one end of Wells to the other, thinking I'll never hear from this man again. Next day, bam, get a text. Invites me over for dinner. We go shop for ingredients. Hey, yo. <laughs> Take me out for dinner, baby. Bump into two t-shirts. Teachers. Fab, have a lovely meal, drink some wine, have slightly more sober sex. It's disappointing compared to the fantasy, but I've come this far now. Not a quitter. Anyway. Ends up becoming a bit of a routine. Once or twice a week, we have dinner, hang out, fuck. I also get to hear things about teachers I probably shouldn't have. We agree to keep things casual, have a few months of fun. I'm living my dream. Some of his students find out because this, of course, is Wells and there are some complaints from parents, but the head is fine with it. I'm no longer a student at this time. Over time, I ended the arrangement. The excitement wore off and we went our separate ways. No hard feelings. I believe he lost his job and moved out of Wells. Continues to message me now and then um, for a few years, but eventually gave up. Solid, 6 out of 10 shag. Bumped up to a 7 because of the novelty of it and his life goal achieved. Would have been an 8 if he made me call him sir. <laughs> God damn. A little bit of backstory to this. So when I put that story up, she messaged us and just said, I banged a teacher, dot, 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 or something to the effect of that. And I just said, oh, not Mr. Thingy. And she was like, oh, yes. I was like, but he shagged somebody else in my year. <laughs> Basically, he got a divorce. His life went down. Well, no, he got a divorce. And then he was teaching an A-level class. And one of the one of the students like bent over or something. And he said, don't bend over much more. You'll leave nothing to the imagination. Of course, all the boys were like, Whoa! <laughs> hey, sir's a legend. Uh, sir, was not a, sir was not a legend. Sir had to have somebody else in the class supervising him, make sure he didn't fuck the kids. <laughs> and then he and then he sort of went on a downward spiral, was, spent most weekends in kudos, banging ex-students. And yeah. I'm glad all my kids are boys. Getting on. Living a fucking dream oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say, imagine if they fuck one of their teachers. What's going to happen then? They get high-fived to death. Yeah. Mind blown, mate. But what you got to remember is I didn't stay in school that long, so I didn't experience all this shit. <laughs> this is all like, listening to this stuff, now it's fucking new to me. Mind blowing, like. Well, yeah, I mean, I did... You got lassoed into the fucking recruitment offices off the yeah. way to school. <laughs> Come here, you! Well, no, I mean, I, I went to secondary school in the UK for about two and a half years, and then obviously we moved out of Spain, and I went to secondary school there for about fucking six months, I had enough of it, and fucked off and got a job. Um... And the school I went to in the UK was an all-boys school as well, so we didn't have all this, like, you know... Because it's, it's that age, in it? Sort of year seven, year eight, where boys start finding their balls, yeah. Yeah. girls start dripping like fuck fridges, like, and everyone starts fucking shagging and getting pissed. Do you know what I mean? I didn't have none of that. I didn't experience it like that. So, yeah, fucking hell, mind blown. You know, Slough must have been fun. I didn't actually go to school in Slough. Oh, didn't you? No, I went to school in Maidenhead, so there was 
Equally, you say it like it's better. No, it wasn't. There was more um, of the Asian and ethnic community there than probably was in Slough, to be fair. Oh, so it was, hell. yeah, I fluent in Urdu, Pashtu, Jewish. Uh, <laughs> 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 Mandarin. I think we jacked up the big, well, not me personally, someone I knew. There was a massive fight on the Blimeen all weather pitch. It was, I'm just going to sound fucking horrible now. Oh, the AstroTurf. Forum versus Whites. Ah. Yeah, big. 1,500 boys, mate. Shit. But pretty much, it was, well, two-thirds them, one-third us, because that's the ratio we was at. Um, <laughs> and there was all sorts involved, cricket bats, hockey sticks, and then the police in riot vans, helicopter. <laughs> <clears throat> Dogs, yeah. the lot. Yeah, no, it, it got, that, got, that went <laughs> two fucking tanks. wild. That took an hour and a half to organise, that did, from start to finish. But just to organise it. The, the word got round so quick. And we got men back then, we didn't have like mobile phones and fucking WhatsApp and all the rest of it. That was just word of mouth. Yeah. That was quality. Fuck's sake. <laughs> right, I think it's about time we cut to a break. I'll go get a beer of the week, have a piss. Uh, yeah, we'll be back shortly. Right, love you all, scumbags. Bye-bye. Don't forget to moisturise. So we sent you to the fridge. Uh, yes, we sent me to the fridge and I have returned. But before beer of the week, as always, a massive shout out to our sponsor, the sponsor of this episode, the Auto Mover. The Auto Mover provides simple, reliable, professional vehicle transportation services, whether it is a car, motorbike, caravan, track toy project, or just another broken Land Rover, they will take the best care of you, delivering it to anywhere in the UK, from Cornwall to Carlisle. If you need your vehicle transported, head over to www.theautomover.co.uk for a free quote, and in the vehicle description, include ITDH for 10% off your entire delivery. Like the legends that they are. And where will we find them on their socials, Marlon? So uh, that's the Automover on Instagram. You can also check every fucking episode link throughout September. Uh, also link in bio and www.theautomover.co.uk Oh, snailed it. Thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate that. Go over there, sling them a follow, sling them a like. If you've got a car or anything that needs fucking moving, hit them up. Use ITDH in the description for 10% off your entire delivery, which is fucking sweet. Thank you very much. Awesome. Right. Let's go into Beer of the Week. Have you noticed what's on these... I reckon they're like Chinese knockoffs because there is a lot of. Um... Oh, yeah. What on earth? Yeah, so we Ah, yes. Uh, money, money here. Money, money more. And you cuss me out. I will go and get you some nice colouring crayons. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's no stuff on here, Marlon. That's right. I've already found it. Oh, you have? Ooh, is it you? linked into his pressure washer or. <laughs> Fuck's <laughs> sake. That's a Lincoln pressure washer. <laughs> right, Marlon, what have we got? So we have a Brewdog Dead Pony Club Session IPA. I know, I think this is one of the very few sort of core lineup from Brewdog that we haven't had yet. We've had like Elvis Juice, we've had IPA, Double Punk IPA, and all the other fucking good ones they do. Um, this was sent to us by who, Marlon? This was sent to us from Crumpet. Yeah. Our main man, Omelette. Who sent us a hideous amount of beer this week. So massive shout out to you, mate. Right, uh, that you forever do, Marlon. Thinks about time that you read the marathon bullshit. Ray, our West Coast session pale ale kicks like a mule. 
Dev Boney Club is a low amplitude, high voltage hop hit. Alive with flavour, it's hopped to Pacific shores and back. It's bullshit, isn't it? Dive into aromas of citrus, lemongrass and lime zest, toasted malt, base, ebbs to a huge hop hit. A lot of reading in this episode, yeah. boys. It's been a long week. Give us a break. Washing tropical... Washing? It does say washing. Washing tropical fruit, fruit, floral garlands and spicy undertones all over your palate. I'm bored, Marlon! Dead, I'm bored! Dead Pony Club, California dreaming for the craft beer generation. Oh, my oh, God. Shut shit. up! Fuck, uh, fuck, brew dog. Right, should we go? I'll pass it around. There you go. Oh! Oh, oh. There you go. You, can do, you bet you do yours yourself. Keep her or fuck it up. Right. Well. Oh, she's lively. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Oh. Oh, no, it's bueno. No, no, no. No, me say my no. It tastes, it's 3.8%, but it tastes, it's bitter and tastes stronger than that. It it, it does taste stronger. Yeah. But there's no body on it. No, there's nothing to it. It's just like uh, quite short and sharp, and that's about fucking it, really. Um, oh yeah, definitely getting the sort of uh, the, the citrus is there. Yeah, 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 it's always citrus hot. Just like I don't know. Oh, it's just another one, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's just another one. It's just another. You could put that in a lineup of ten uh, with other fucking session IPAs, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's a session IPA to be sure." And that's about all I <laughs> yeah. fucking think of that. That weird taste of lemongrass after you've drank it, it's a bit strange. It's dry. Again, like the last one we had, it's dry. It's not... I don't get when they do these sort of fruity, lemony, citrusy ones and then it's like really dry. I'm like, well, surely it should be like juicy and nice yeah. and, you know, like proper juicy. I uh, bought a, what they call them, J-O-P-A or whatever. I fucking know. But yeah, no, no, I'm not so sure. Well, what are you thinking, Keith? Call me strange, but have you ever had one of them moments strange. where... <clears throat> You can like Nonce. almost taste the smell. So you can relate a smell to a taste. Yeah. Is anyone on board with me on this one? Yeah. So <laughs> do you remember Do you remember that pub we used to drinking up on the top of the Mendips? Yeah. Which has all like gone really fancy and shit now. Do you remember when you used to go into the toilets out the back and had them like old school fucking like urinals, wasn't it? Where it was like pissing a trade or like it fell oh, on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, the urinal case. Yes, yeah, so you know when you used to like piss in the bottom you had that smell that can't hit you on the nose like a fucking ton of bricks. That's yeah. almost like the taste. I can smell that. Taste that yeah, smell. Yeah, it tastes the smell. It tastes, yeah. tastes the smell. I know what you're saying. So it tastes like urinal cakes. Yeah. <laughs> With a hint of piss. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fucking drink. I can drink it. It's just like, all around not great if I'm honest. Like on every, on every angle it's not, yeah. I don't know. I you've got, you what, you've got a hard be. hit, but no body behind it to pack it and follow that's it through. It. Yeah, but then you get like that sort of metally taste on your tongue. Like you've been punching the gum, you get that like blood. Like, yeah, yeah. That lovely bit of iron there. That's the one. It just kind of sucks all round. I say it. You like you taste it, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. I was quite looking forward to it because I've never had Dead Pony Club before. I've had most of the sort of core lineup from Brewdog, but nope. That sucks. I can eat a fucking dick. <laughs> oh, excuse me. That's what I think of you. The more I drink of it, the less I like it. Yeah, it's unusual, that is, because usually the more you drink, you go, oh, ah, You can actually. get yourself into it, can't you? Yeah, you yeah. can talk yourself into it, you know, over time, but not with this. This just sucks. I'm sad. That doesn't matter because, bless him, Omelette's brought us a fucking 
disgusting amount of beer. There's so, a shit ton of piss over there, isn't there, mind? It's taken up two P30, no, three P38 seats. That's how much beer he has bought us. Stacked five high. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no joke. I am so looking forward to those big boys. I know, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Have well, you had those before? I have not, yes. no. Oh, very I, nice. I do like uh, the... Fat facts? Fakes? Don't, don't let them know. Oh, okay. But I'm, it, they're huge. Uh, right, so scores on the doors on this fucking thing. I'm at a two. I'm going to go one, mate. I really don't. Ask I really don't like it. I think one's pushing it. Yeah? You think one's bought, bought for good? Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, there is a zero. There is zero. No, nah, I wouldn't give it a zero. I mean, any piss is drinkable, isn't it? I mean, even I, piss, piss is drinkable, but... Give it a zero? I think the only one I really remember fucking hating, well, it's three actually, was that Yonder Cheesecake Bollocks. That was hideous. Uh, the boss brewing stuff that Ed brought ages ago from Aldi or Lidl or whatever. It was like Kingpin Rising. Yeah. That was fucking horrendous. And I can't remember it all, all of a sudden now. It was another really shit one. Can't remember. Anyway, yeah, they uh, they sucked. They were the I think they were zeros. But yeah, so what? You're I'm a one. You're a one. You're a two. We'll call that a fucking one then. I reckon on it. Yeah, it still tastes like ass. Yeah, no, that sucks. All right, so that is a one out of ten for Brewdog Dead Pony Club. If there are any fucking beer connoisseurs listening, I'm sure you'll be like, that's the best beer in the world. Brewdog can't do any wrong. Fuck Brewdog. Turns out it can. No, to be fair, like I don't, oh, I don't like them as a company, but they do make some fucking brilliant beers. But that thing sucks ass. <laughs> uh, no est bueno from Reggie. Right, let's get back into some more fucking school stories from all of you disgusting degenerates. Uh, ba 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 Let me find where we are. Ah, yes. Here we go from Mr. Will Austin. School story. I went to a noncy private school nearby. I can, it's one of two, isn't it? Which one is it? Which one do you reckon it is? Do you reckon it's Cathedral or no, Millfield? No, uh, I reckon it's Millfield. Millfield. He looks sporty, doesn't yeah. he? All happens there, doesn't he it? Lo- he looks Millfield in the face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, my best mate from sixth form was there on a scholarship. He wasn't a nonce. He was a scumbag in a noncy school, just like me. <laughs> he lived in town and had a bedroom on the ground floor. I stayed over and we boshed some archers and red square and climbed out of his window and went in town fucking around with temporary traffic lights, traffic cones, shopping trolleys. You guys know the drill. We walked past our English teacher's house and thought, being the bad men that we were, we should let her tire down. We actually really liked our English teacher. She was a great teacher and didn't deserve any of this. <laughs> we, <laughs> we let some air out and fucked off. But wait, there's more. Monday morning, school. We get called into someone's office. There have been reports of vandalism. We both panic. The school was involved. Our parents were involved. The fucking police had been involved. We both knew what we... What, we both knew what we'd been up to that night and were being dishonest, lying scumbags that we were. We, both, we were both ready to deny whatever it was we'd been accused of. Two things we didn't know about the English teacher's car situation. Number one, the car had a foot-shaped dent in the <laughs> rear quarter. Number two, the prick over the road was a part of Neighbourhood Watch and had a fucking camcorder. <gasps> it was filming kids. Nonce. Nonce. The police didn't take any action. Our parents were wild with anger. 
English was never the same again, and that prick over the road can burn in hell. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a letter from school to my parents somewhere. Oh shit! Yes, that's just like drunken tomfoolery, isn't it? I can't. Well, he didn't say that he kicked the fucking door, but he must have done pissed up. Well, the rear quarter, but like just letting some air out. Got to go on candid like, camera. It's just like, oh yeah, but fucking what of all the things like. You know, CCTV on houses wasn't a thing back then. Well, it wasn't really a thing back five years ago. It's only been recently that you've got this whole, like, simply safe and all that fucking bollocks, which made it, like, you know, affordable for people to have CCTV mm. on their houses. But what are the chances of getting fucking done over by some fucking VHS camcorder <laughs> with fucking curtain, curtain twitcher? He's out fucking... I bet he's out watering his fucking peppers and wank himself off in the morning, like, with his camcorder. Nonce. <laughs> Nonce. Oh dear. Oh dear. Nancy teachers. Yeah, well, that's plenty of those. There's more to come. But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Right then, Scott. This is from uh, Geordie One One. Right then, scumbags. You want a story from school? I got one. So back when I was in year 10 at Froome College, people, including me, used to go down on the bottom playing fields to smoke and break. Just to smoke and break? To, at smoke and at break and lunch to smoke. Also, allegedly went to the chip shop at lunch. Actually, fuck that. We definitely went to the chip shop at lunch. <laughs> anyway, this one lunchtime, me and a few mates at the time were down on the bottom field in the hedge that a few houses' gardens looked over. That's where they smoked. So there was a broken classroom chair and a tyre. At some point this lunchtime, someone decided to start a small fire. I thought it was a good idea. At first, it was a few Rizzlers and some dry branches, nothing too extreme. As it started out, started dying out, a can of deodorant came out. Yep, that's where it got going. And a few more branches on there. Sweet. This is a bonfire, is what he's doing. Yeah, by uh, this time... It was a good old <laughs> mendip burn-up, this sounds like. <laughs> by this time, it was coming to the end of lunch, and we started thinking about going. As we were leaving, a mate decided that the tire he was sat on was going to end up in this fire and it's allegedly some more deodorant. We started to walk back up to class. As we were at the bottom of the ski scope in college, my mate said, oh fuck, we all turned around and we could see black smoke coming out of the hedge. We quickly all got to our lessons and were all very quiet. Halfway through the lessons, one lad said, did you have a bonfire last night? As he could smell my blazer. It smelled like a fucking dinner, yeah. I spat bit worried at that point but nothing came of that day the next day however was a bit different me and my friends were pulled in about the situation and someone had taken pictures of the fire and reported us the end result all three of us got excluded for three days and we come back to have a meeting with a fire brigade about the fire to this day i don't know if a fire engine was called or who managed to tell the school exactly but fuck it enjoy the three days off bastards like just I was probably to start chucking fucking burning the insulation off the copper like it sounded like a proper fucking burn <laughs> I'll cut of old tires to get rid of I think the old man's got a fridge out the back we should get rid of as well son <laughs> drag that out fuck I mean don't get me wrong playing with fire as boys that was like I mean that's, that's what a, you used to do it's like a rite of passage wasn't it he's going around my mate's house it was actually uh, our mate George from fucking Silky Media um, and Keith was like in the in the picture back in those days and um, we, his mother, Maxine, would just let us burn anything in the back garden. She'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. We'd be out there with fucking, you know, out there with deodorant cans. I was going to say, I remember coming out of one, I was working in the kitchen 
and I came out and Reg was there with George burning fucking like was it like wrestling figures or yeah, some shit? Yeah, like just, that with like, a fucking just, aerosol cannon and lighter. And I was like, what are you Aerosol cannon and lighter was the boy. Yeah, just set and fire to shit. No, no one cared. And I was like, and, you know, never blew me hand off. But like, you learned from that shit, don't you? Yeah. Like, you get burnt a couple of times. Like, oh, fucking hell. And then like, the, old, the old fire gets a little bit out of control. And you're like, oh, Have shit. you ever chucked a full deodorant can on a fire? Yeah, I, I did. That is incredible. I knew. Was it a friend of mine? I think he, 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 he didn't blow up his hand. I remember he got seriously, he got hit in the ribs or something. I got cut by one once. So I chucked one on a fire and we were stood behind like a really skinny wall. Like I was trying to breathe in like as much as I could to like fit behind this wall. And the fucking deodorant can went past me, cut my shirt and it cut me across the abs. Like, I don't know, it was, it was fairly deep, deep enough that I had to bandage it myself. So me, my mum didn't find <laughs> that bleed through me shirt. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. That was the last time I'd done that. They are fun when they go off though. You ever set fire to, um, ever chucked a fucking expanding foam can on a fire? Oh, no they got well oh my god it's like napalm they just explode and then all the expanding folk goes everywhere and it's like because it, it's flammable isn't it it's like fucking napalm it's horrendous I'll tell you what does got well remember the old Honda Club 90s <laughs> <laughs> so when, when born and raised in slow well yeah so when we was kids growing up in the estate we lived on so bearing in mind this on is, the estate it, well this this estate was built on the outskirts of slough for the people that lost their homes during the war in London, right? So it was a very dominant, white, rough, fucking pikey community. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, you never shut on your own doorstep. Yeah. It was one of those sort of places. But yeah, we was known for getting up to all sorts of mischief. Now, one of our sort of like um, things to keep us entertained on a weekend was what we'd do is we'd get someone to ring up like Domino's Pizza or something, order a pizza to like one of the houses where we lived, but then order like 14 or 15 pizzas to a house two or three doors down. So our mate would stay at the house where we ordered the first one. He'd receive that pizza. Then there'd be about four or five of us waiting behind the edge down the road when Mr. Abdul, whatever, would like get off his moped and walk up to the house with a cut, the first couple of pizzas. He can't carry all of them, can he? No. We'd good, jump yeah. on his moped and fuck off down the woods. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd like go and tear around the woods all afternoon, all evening in a moped, like tearing up, fucking popping wheelies, crashing into trees, going ghost riding it down the hills, eating, smashing eating pizzas, pizzas yeah, yeah, like filling our bellies. And then when we run out of fuel, we'd obviously set light to it and obviously get rid of all the damage, <laughs> all the evidence, whatever. But like what we didn't realise, like it almost felt like a moped with like l- lets the no fuel left in the tank. It's almost like the vapors. Obviously, they're not more flammable, aren't they? Than just yeah, like yeah. Vap- fuel. Vapors explode. You bang a match on that, mate. Fuck me, I don't know. Oh. I'll go with a bang. God, fucking hell. You sort of shoot yourselves in the foot then, because no one's going to deliver your pizzas. Then you got like no, nah, they delivered it for ages, mate. Just another moped, I don't know. Just hire some other spotty sixteen-year-old. Be like, yeah, yeah. Old um, the other guy retired. Yeah, he uh, he packed it in. He's gone away. In fact, he's walking everywhere. At poor Kung. To be fair, the community art that was in that part of Slam surprised didn't tip up on a fucking tuk tuk. <laughs> I suppose you have a fucking pile of mopeds in the fucking in the woods. In years to come, in thousands of years to come, they're gonna look in a part of the woods in Slough and they'll be like, "What happened here? <laughs> Why are there so many mopeds?" Honestly, it was, boxes. it was great. <laughs> it was such a flipping rough estate. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's nothing to be proud of. But like, I look back on my childhood, and it was fucking brilliant. Like, at one point, that so where I live was on a place called the Britwell Estate. Like, if anyone that's in the sort of Slough community, they'll fucking know this place. Now, um, I can't remember how old I was. Now I was probably about ten or eleven. The place was so fucking rough. They tried filming a film on on. They didn't have to do no like. 
changes to the buildings. <laughs> like it was like it was a it was a film. It was called like Titanic Town or something like that. It was like about some like run down fucking shit old place. Um, and they were filming for about two days and gave up because all the kids were nicking the fucking cable at the back <laughs> of the fucking trucks. <laughs> Honestly, it was like <laughs> they're filming about a run down place now to do it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, mate. Yeah, but like it, all the. All the kids were nicking all the cable out the back of the lorries and everything and wait on the fucking local fucking yard. Hell. Yeah. It was so bad, even the pikeys wouldn't come to our estate. <laughs> He'd nick the copper from them. <laughs> got any batteries, mister? No, have you got any batteries? <laughs> That's why I did my first driveway. God, live. Right, let's have another one. Uh, short and sweet. This is from our boy, Sammy. I got given some condoms in sex education. I went straight to the toilet for a posh wank afterwards. <laughs> Quality. Short, yes. sweet, to the point. Like that. <laughs> can you, can you I remember? I don't think I could get off in a school toilet. Uh, I could get off in most places. But why, I, I never thought of shit like that. See, when we got given condoms, the first one you thought... Blow it up and put it on your head. Postbox. Or you remember the old telephone box you used to get? They don't exist now, do they? You used to, yeah, you yeah. used to be able to blow, like, stretch them over them, Get them you? over a telephone. That was the challenge, wasn't it? My mum always told me, she said, if you boil one, you can stretch them over a telephone box. It, so anyone that says, oh, I don't fit condoms, it's absolute bollocks. You can fit them over a fucking telephone <laughs> box. Uh, I got another one here from Nige. Just a disclaimer, I found out more after I left school. So just before I started, as a young year seven... My sister had left the very school the year before I started, warned me about a weird teacher. Let's call him Mr. Toy. On the first, on one of the first days at Sidmouth College, even though he was not in my, my class tutor, we, all, we still all went down to his classroom. In turn, so did every other tutor group. I think it was set up to, to set up your own account on the school computers to have your photo taken and there was a small obstacle course one by one every boy and girl completed the course and at the end of the obstacle course you stood on a wooden box and had your photo taken this is the bit where i wish i had done something or spoke to someone higher in the school jump to year 11 i needed to ask mr toy about some homework as i walked into his classroom at lunchtime i seen some kids uh doing some form work i guess but Mr. Toy was sat at his desk where the young girl sat on his lap, spoon feeding him yogurt. A few, th a few things I found out since I left that school. Before I started at Sidmouth College, he used to send two girls from his tutor to, to walk to his house, about a two-minute walk, to pick up something he would have forgotten. He lived with his sister. The wooden box you stood on to have your photo taken had a hidden camera oh, fuck off. to fo photograph up the school girl's skirts nonce and no. i was told he was caught because he would photograph coursework with the same camera which he somehow got somehow got into the hands of another teacher apparently he was panicking running around the school looking for his camera dirty dirty pedo and i've actually got a link here that takes me to a daily mail news article it says uh it's just totally taking me to the wrong page that's taking me to something about prince charles there we go. <laughs> Could have been the it other just one. Keeps <clears throat> taking me to something about Prince Charles. I don't sweat. Teacher filmed pupils' underwear in class. <clears throat> or do you want me to read all of it? Yeah, go on. I don't know if I can. It's a lot. A teacher filmed the underwear of female pupils with hidden cameras, a court has heard. 
John Toy, 54, hid cameras under his desks and specifically under a constructed stage to film the images. Jesus Christ. Teacher at the Devon School, involved for 24 years, appeared for sentence at Exeter Crown Court after pleading guilty. Uh, voyeurism. Uh, severe abuse by you in a position of trash. What you did was clearly calculated and uh, premeditated. Yeah. But fuck. Interest in girls between the ages of 11 and 14. Oh, that is... Fucking dirty cunt. There's one thing for people like that. He had 190 level 1 and 4. Level 2 and decent images, the court had heard. <sighs> I don't know what level one and level four is, mm. but I'm guessing they're, they're not good. They're, they're ends of the spectrum. So either way, he got bad shit on yeah. there. It doesn't matter what fucking level it is. He shouldn't fucking have it. That's just fucking wrong, isn't it? Do you know you fix that? Short drop and sudden stop. Yeah. <sighs> do, you know, I think, do you know when like, people talk about this with like, you know, genuine fucking nonces and pedos and that, like, oh, we'll fucking kill them, death sentences. No, make the fucking cunt suffer. Yeah. That's what I say. Like a bit of torture. Honestly. Like, I'd be pulling out fucking fingernails. That's it, fingernails, Paper cuts teeth. to the eyelids. Do you know what I mean? I'd go to town on them. I really fucking would. Yeah. Piece of shit. Ugh. So we've got one here from Jamie Higgins. So I had an ICT teacher that was definitely giving Prince Charles vibes. That, I'm sure he means Prince Andrew. Yeah. Fuck's yeah. sake. Everyone called him a pedo. One time, a schoolmate got into a heated argument with him where the said teacher then pushed him into the toilets. The next day, he had a heart attack in lesson and died. <laughs> what? What a curveball. What a curveball. What? Motherfucker, dead. So, <laughs> Holy shit. So just gave you pedo vibes, got into a scrap with him, and he died the next day. It's just a really sad story. Yeah. ICT teachers, they always get they always get the fucking short end of the stick. Oh, no, Mars was right. Yeah, I was well, right. It's not ICT little... teachers, it's got to be RE teachers, isn't it? They're always a bit fucking dodgy. Yeah, definitely. They're a bit daft, aren't they? They're so, like, oh, hey, man. I'm a, we're not, that secondary school I went to in the UK before I emigrated out to Spain as a fucking foreigner, um, we had this uh, RE teacher. and I'm, it's, I think it was in like year seven. So that would have been 99, 98, 99, something like that. And then... Um, we got really fucking pissed off with him because all he used to do was bang on about like other cultures, like religions. We never did nothing about like Christianity, Catholics, or what would like you sort of like call home religions. Yeah, it was all about like Everyone shit else. from abroad. I kind of understood it because the majority of the people that went to school with me were either Muslim or Sikh or fucking Hindu and all the rest of it. But in the end, we start getting the arsehole. So the kids in the class fucking took revenge and actually went and vandalized his car. So we was drawing like massive penises all over his car, scratching at the paintwork, saying he was a nonce, like little boys, all this, that and the other. So I can't remember what day that happened on now. Well, the day it happened, it was on the day before a big massive incident happened in the UK. Because I remember going home and I woke up to go to school the next morning. And I had a massive falling out of my old man. I can't remember what the bloody hell it was over now. And like looking back at it, I, I regret it. I, I hate looking back on my childhood and falling out of my parents the way I did. But cut a long story short... I walked out the front door and turned around and said, fuck the family, fuck school, I'm going to go live in London. And told my parents I was going to jump on the train and go into London. 
which was on the day of the London Paddington crash. So obviously with that, obviously my parents were panicking, thinking I was on the train into London because it happened literally an hour or so after I'd left home and I was so local. I think they said they had something like every copper in the area looking for me. Where were you? In school. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, fuck school. school. So I tipped up the school, right? And I think it was like (laughs) my second lesson by the time all this shit was going on was a religious education lesson. So I'm in this fucking teacher's fucking class and I think I've been in there about five or ten minutes and he was literally about to start fucking chirping off about who's been vandalising his car. And with that, it was a knock on the door. He's gone to open the door to the classroom. It was the old Bill. And they said, is Keith Toucan in here? He's <laughs> Shag, like, Toucan in here or no? He's like, yeah, he is. I've obviously got summoned out. So obviously all the lads in the class were like, ooh, what's going on here then? So I've like Conor McGregor'd it out of the fucking classroom. <laughs> and uh, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> literally, they turned around and went, we're taking you back home. And I was like, what the fuck? And I remember like getting in the fucking car, going back to my parents' house, and then there was a few stern words like sent in my direction. That was a full-on one-way conversation. And then, uh, but the bright side is I got out of vandalising his car. (laughs) (laughs) Every cloud and all that. Oh, He was a proper fucking nonce, he was. I swear (laughs) to God, he would have fingered all the boys in that classroom. (laughs) Uh, that's the usual way, isn't it? Yeah. I remember. He had that look on his face, mate. RE teacher. Strange bloke. Strange bloke. They always are. They always are. Similar to art teachers. They're a bit fucking... Surely, like, I mean, all these secondary school, they've got to vet these fuckers, haven't they? I don't think, think they do that well. It looks like they're scraping a barrel at the minute, isn't they? I think it's always a mm. private schools are the worst for it. They are the fucking worst private schools. I don't know, wh- I don't know why, but they, like... My missus, she went private school. She was like, oh, yeah, there was a few. I was like, you were only in school, like, fucking 10 years ago or whatever. Like, that's not okay. Oh, well, you know, every school has them. I was like, our school didn't. (laughs) Yeah, well, obviously, my missus, she works in education, like, primary, though. Thank fuck for that. Do you know what I mean? I think the fucking students would be banging her if they could. Um, (laughs) If she was in secondary. (laughs) But, um... I mean, obviously, I hear a lot of stories through the grapevine that gets, like, all their, you know, like, nine times out of ten, like, nothing against, like, fucking teachers, but, like, their staff room chat is shit chat, in it? Like, she comes back and says, oh, so so saying this then. I'm like... Someone's yeah, right. taking that Honda Jazz on finance. She's going to be able to afford it on that salary. Oh, fuck. So then, all of a sudden, there'll be a really interesting conversation about a very local school and, like, how much, like, the girls there are dishing out blowjobs for and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, what the fuck? Let's like, seriously. Go. Like, mate, I've heard some fucking what? stories about local school. Oh, really? Yes. Oof, my on. You look like you're showing a bit of interest there, Reg. What's going on? <laughs> I was trying to think of some words to say that weren't going to land me in trouble. Right, uh, next story. Uh, right, so next we've got a voice note. We're getting the voice notes now. Uh, voice note from Ryan Murphy, Escape Suburbia. Let's go. Stories from school, boys. This was a long time ago, but I'm going to have to voice note it because it's going to be easier. Um, one weekend, our school, I went to an all-boys school. We had a, uh, a yeah, a lot of paedophiles. One weekend, we broke into the school swimming pool. Um, everyone was having a laugh, having a swim. 
Uh, one of my mates dared me to have a shit off of the diving board. And uh, <laughs> I drank a couple of litres of white lightning, so that was it. Yes, bastard. No. Pulled the cacks down. Had a shit off of the diving board. Dropped a great big log into the swimming pool. <laughs> wiped my ass with my boxer shorts. Threw them in the pool. Thought nothing of it. Anyway, Monday morning come round. Assembly. And uh, headmaster stood up at assembly and decided to tell everyone what had happened in the weekend that the school pool had been broken in. Uh, there had been a lot of damage done. They had obviously had a lot of fun. And somebody had defecated in the swimming pool. But unlucky for them, their mum had sewn their so name I in knew their that was coming. And Ryan Murphy, could you stay behind from assembly? <laughs> And that was it. That was me busted. The whole school knew I'd shit in the pool, wipe my ass with my dirty cacks, because my mum had sewed my name in my <laughs> boxer shorts. Busted. Oh, Cheers, no. mum. No, no, I fucking no. knew that was coming. Mate. Oh. What is it? What is it with blokes? I was like, I don't know blokes in general, but like every time it involves a swimming pool or somewhere, somewhere to do with water where you shouldn't be, everyone takes a shit. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I've never been in a situation where I'm like, yeah, I should probably do a poo here. <laughs> that 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 will make life really fun. <laughs> oh fuck me! Right, let's uh, let's crack into the next one. Uh, next one's coming in from Don Roberts. Right then, scumbags. Um, this story goes back to year 11 with me and Alfie Johns. It's probably not the best story out of all the others, but I still think it's quite funny. Um, basically, I just run in two-foot dropkick, this absolute prick of a kid. Um, flying as well, I was full-on sideways, don't know how I did that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty fucking funny, and he went crying to the teachers. And then, uh, next thing you know, assistant head is marching me into the class with Alfie and goes get your phone out Mr Johns who filmed it and he's like no I didn't he deleted it easy and he's go, he's trying to say that I was doing it and I was like no it wasn't me mate wasn't me Cause, and then he goes I'll ask everyone I go yeah go on then ask everyone so he asked all, all of the year 11 lads which were there who did it and they were like don't know sir don't know anyway he pulls up the CCTV of the football field where it was and I was right down in the far bottom corner and um, hang on I'll send another one so basically, we got the whole head teachers, like all all of them, the the head the head teacher himself, assistant heads, like everyone, all of the head staffs were crowded around his te- uh, computer screen with me in the middle, and all you see is this like little white dot at the end just fold over, <laughs> and I just started pissing myself, and they're like, "This isn't funny, this isn't funny, you could have caused serious harm." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Anyway, got after school detentions for that for quite a while, and um, yeah. Also, um, put a grow-your-own-girlfriend in my tutor's fish tank because um, he was a bit of a noncy-looking bloke, so we had the running joke that he didn't have a missus, so we thought he'd get him one by giving him a grow-your-own-missus. Um, turned out it killed all the fish in the fish tank. Don't know why they probably oh! eat it. And um, he pulled it out one day, and it, there it was. I don't know, probably like eight, ten inches long and a pair of tits on there, and, yeah, he wasn't too happy. <laughs> It killed all the fish. <laughs> Fucking hell. Bastard. That's brilliant. Fucking hell. Probably the worst part is it killed all the fish. The fish were innocent in this story. They're just bystanders. Ah, fuck them. Right, the next one I've got is from... Oh, fuck, it's a long one, so hold tight, boys. This is from Fergus Lines. 
Back in my college days, going to a well-known agricultural college near Winchester, which I'm sure many people will know, I um, I thought I was bad man in my TD5 Defender, <laughs> which I've now grown up and bought a Hilux because I'm not a fucking idiot. Yes! I um, Defender at college. thought it was a really great Someone idea to go to the horticulture section on my way out of college one day and drift lock to lock through their flower beds. Oh! Oh my God! Oh, oh my God, are you daft? Which, at the time, I thought, yeah, fucking no one's going to know it's me. Who gives a shit? Until uh, three days later, my mother got a letter come through the post say, stating that I have £1,600 of damages to pay, including a sprinkler system and some weird tree that they can't fucking get anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And, well, safe to say, we I said I'm not paying that fucking money, you can go fuck yourself. And I'm now very banned from the college, so is my truck, and if either are seen on site again, then, well, they press charges and call the police. So, yeah, not, not my proudest moment. It resulted in a bent steering arm and a £1,600 fine. <laughs> Moral of the story, after a few beers, don't go full Colin McRae, because it's not good. <laughs> I've got an actual picture of the bill. Oh, here. really? Yeah, it says replacement of the replacement of the costs of three two meter ornamental trees as a result of damage caused on the twenty sixth of January twenty nineteen. Uh, quantity one, price twelve hundred, VAT code five, value twelve hundred, and then some handwritten thing underneath. It just says usual. I can't really see that, but it, yeah, Sparshalt College, Mister Fergus Lines. Oh, reference damages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. There's no getting away from that one. Fucking hell. Oh, what is it with them agricultural boys? I've heard all these stories from fucking college. They're animals, a lot of them. Fucking animals. Right, I got another one here from our man in north of the border, Mr. Chris Bradford. So let's fucking go. All right, so at school, I was a prefect, and come Halloween time, I'm a prefect. Everybody was uh, obviously bringing fireworks in the school and flogging them amongst each other, blah blah blah. So this went on for a bit, and Hang then on. the principal was, was that? like, "What's that?" Obviously, people. I love how he says, <laughs> "Obviously, people were bringing fireworks into school." In what world? Well, it's Northern Ireland, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit different over there. Halloween, obviously, people were bringing fireworks into school and selling them. What? We always had the the dodgy. (laughs) (laughs) We always had the dodgy um, man dealing fireworks out of the containers. Oh yeah, matey down at the coal stores. That's the one, (laughs) boss. Straight out of China, like get on, boss. Right, sorry, Chris. Like you carry on. Need to do something about this. It can't be the pupils can't be selling fireworks and all this here. Blah blah blah. I says right, that's dead on. Um, would anybody like to enforce this? Of course, I put my hand up. I was like, yep, I can do that job. So that was okay. Used to go around randomly searching people's lockers, but I knew who was selling the fireworks. So of course, I went straight to their lockers. Back right, open your locker, Louie. Yeah, there's the fireworks. So, of course, when I got the fireworks, confiscated them. I didn't um, I didn't give them all to the principal. I put some in my locker. Um, again, this one. 
yeah. So this went on for ages and ages. So that was okay. But um, other ones was bringing them in again. I confiscated them, kept a portion of them, returned some to the principal. He thought this was great. But it kept going. But as the, you don't make it obvious, you don't catch everyone. So then it got to be intimidation, right? You can keep your fireworks, but I want a percentage of them. So I used to take them. But the thing about it was, there was one guy went to snitch. This is racketeering. Obviously, he got the shit kicked in behind the early bike sheds. Allegedly. The thing about it was, I was the main one bringing them into the school. So all I was doing was going around eliminating the competition. But you always let one or two keep a stash to keep the heat off yourself. So the biggest seller of the fireworks was me. Um, But... It's business as business, so I was just took on the job of eliminating the competition, poacher turned gamekeeper kind of thing. Um, I made a lot of money that year. I know we don't do politics on the show, but uh, that's why politics don't work in Northern Ireland. From a very young age, we we're taught to get yourself in a position of power and then fucking abuse it. <laughs> it's part of the curriculum over here, intimidation, you know. Fuck it. Welcome hell. to Northern Ireland. Business is business. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> I love how it's basically to start the the rise, not not even the, just the, the rise of a criminal empire. The entire thing It's just it starts off as like, oh, I need you to find the fireworks. All right, I'll find the fireworks, and then he finds the fireworks, then he keeps them for himself, and then he fucking he intimidates the <laughs> people selling them. You must give me some, and then he keeps them, and then he ends up. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me if that's the sort of thing he learned in like nursery or playgroup or something, would it? Like, really? Honestly, it's like a bent copper, isn't it? You know, <laughs> just like stealing all the taking a bent for yourself. Yeah, taking all the drugs out of fucking evidence and selling them on the street. Fuck's sake! Next one here from our man Nathan Gill. Not the most outstanding story, but uh, just goes to show how health and safety's changed over the years. Uh, in our primary school, it was a small school, only about seventy pupils. Um, when we were in year year six, I think we were in. So it had been, what, 10, 10 or 11? Uh, we went on a school trip to find the source of the River Camel, which is our local river. Um, <laughs> it runs through a few towns like and through villages and up, ends up near Camelford. And we were at a place called Slaughter's Bridge. And uh, we couldn't get to... They wanted to measure the depth of it whilst we were there. And we couldn't uh, couldn't get to the side of the river to stick the meter stick, meter stick, how, into the river to see how deep it was. So our headmistress dangled me off a bridge by my ankles whilst I held the meter stick to check the depth of the river. Also, not my story, but um, Mrs. Wes, she was at, I think it was secondary school, um... She used to have, uh, she was quite high up with her maths and uh, she used to get extra math uh, lessons to uh, bump her up. I think my secondary school, I think that's when she went to do A-levels. And uh, the teacher who, who used to take her for uh, extra math lessons is now a convicted pedophile. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was trying to get his wicked way, but uh, she swears he didn't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wicked way. <laughs> How many pedophiles are there out there? That's too many, mate. Oh, this is insane. Uh, right, you've got one from Big Willie, haven't you? I have. I'll uh, disconnect them, innit? How you doing, you bunch of fucking homosexuals? <laughs> um, we had, like, this massive tennis courts. 
Uh, it was like six Torican. tennis courts all like joined together, and we all used to like play football, rugby, in during lunchtime. Um, there was uh, the year below girls. They always used to like stand in the corner. Some of them were very, very fit. So, me being me, trying to show off. Uh, I got this rugby ball, and I kicked it as hard as I could. Oh no! It's actually uh, like I... a torpedo. Oh no! Where the rugby ball spins round in the air towards this group of fit girls. Um, just before the rugby ball is about to hit one of them, probably the fittest girl in the group. She turns around oh, and is square. facing me. And the rugby ball hits her square in her nose. Oh, and no. it broke her nose. I should fucking say. Um, there was fucking blood everywhere. Um, Jesus. So, yeah. I felt like a cunt. And uh, I don't think she wanted to go out of me after that. <laughs> which was a fucking massive shame. <laughs> All oh. the best, lads. Jesus Christ. I remember, um, you remember those like, do you know the test tubes in school? Remember they had like rubber bungs in them? I said they were caught back in the old day, Keith. Oh, fuck or, or asbestos. Um, but they were like these rub- big rubber bungs. My mate had nicked one from science and he was throwing it at the floor because of course it was, you know, not, not spherical. So it would just bounce in any fucking random direction. And he was throwing it at the floor and it just fire off anywhere. And we go get it. <laughs> like little fucking idiots that we were. Anyway, he's a big bloke, and he fucking wound up a big one, like a haymaker, but pointing fucking south. And he let it fucking rip, and it hit the ground, and it comes straight back up, and it hit this girl in the nose, and her nose fucking exploded. I was like, oh, no. And like, it was perfect. Just as this happened, she just lets out his fucking blood-curdling scream, and with that, our head of year just walked around the fucking corner. And she's just like, what's and she through like tears and blood just points at my mate and I'm like man you're done you're fucking <laughs> done like, there's nothing I can do here to save you like you're fucked it was horrendous her nose was fine in the end like which is considering because those like rubber bungs are pretty fucking weighty right? yeah. but then they're like dense yeah no oh, it was fucking beautiful do you were you there when the new science block was there yeah that was like built um, like the year I got there I think and one year, uh, somebody decorated the hall of the upstairs in fire extinguishers. Yeah, was that one of your lot? Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Do you remember that in the new science block? Right, they were like, "What is it?" Right, a, a sidetrack. What is it with kids in school? Like, they can make some of the most kid-proof shit in the world. Kids will find a way to fuck with it. Like they, it, the ingenuity of children. Never Don't give see, us Bunsen burners. I never ceases to remember. They had that like it was like a they'd done like a spray foam ceiling, so it was like sound deadened, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was incredible. They like, oh yeah, it's great because it's sound deadened. There were like obviously classes on top, and you couldn't hear them banging around or anything. All the kids screaming and getting nonstop by the teachers. Yeah, that's uh, it. You know, whatever. Um, was it in science? No one can hear you scream. That's what he used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, did because it was all soundproofed. Anyway. So it's like amazing, like spray foam ceiling. It was super sound dead. And fuck it. It took about 75 seconds for somebody to throw a pen up there and realize that it's stuck. Duck, yeah. And it was like, oh, cool. 
everyone would just people come in with packs of pencils just spend their whole lesson just like fucking thing look like a well used dartboard by the end of the year <laughs> unreal unfucking real that used to be the thing in my school I remember like I don't know what it was but when you realised if you soaked up some blue paper towel and just sort of squeezed half the wall out you could throw it up and stick it and it's yeah, it's just stick to the ceiling yeah and it's like you redecorate the roof wouldn't you or do you remember like when you in the toilet said like the hand dryers and yeah. like the, the bit where the air come out oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you like fill it up with like poo or spit or <laughs> whatever <laughs> And then like gently turn it around so it didn't oh, fall out. Oh no. And then someone come out after washing around. They go to blow dry around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fill it up with like poo or what? I'm yeah. Not the first thing I would have gone no. to, but you know, slag, it is what it is. Do you remember? I don't, probably after your time, our head teacher was, wow, he was fucking brilliant. Our head teacher. I really liked him. He was fucking stern as hell, but he was fair. Yeah. Um, Somebody, somebody broke into the equipment shed like over the weekend and got, um, got like a, a weed killer sprayer. And I remember when he was telling this in, in like assembly and I was thinking, fucking weed killer sprayer. Oh, he done some damage then. Oh no, clever cunt. Filled a fucking weed killer sprayer up with lime paint for the football pitch. I just wrote on the pitch in massive letter, <laughs> Mr. Jackson is a sheep shagger. <laughs> was like this is really fun he literally wrote that on the roof and I remember look at him here the vandal is bragging so he is <laughs> and how good how good he, he's an idiot that's what he is a fool he's got nowhere in life oh it was fucking this shit did they ever find out who that was yeah apparently it's like one of the ex-students or something ah. remember when um one of the teachers got caught shagging a sixth former and, which uh, one uh, I'm not going to say their names because one of them recently died. It was really sad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm all about. And and uh, she come in. The other half came into his lesson, fucking screaming the place down because he. But like, they didn't fire him. They kind of like he was going off to set up like a a bread shop or something. They're yeah, like, you just go off and set up your bread shop, and we'll just keep this on the down low. Like everyone in school knew. Everyone knew that he'd been shagging a six former. It was like, yeah, well. They, well, she's 18, isn't she? So that's okay. We'll just go and set up your little bread shop and go away. Fucking mad. Yeah. Oh, I do miss school, though. Fuck, we had some good times. Remember we cable-tied a kid to some fences? And uh, you know the like fences like for basketball courts up near Kenyon? Oh, yeah. We, like, I bought some cable ties into school, like the little fucking hood rat I was. Can't remember why we cable-tied him to the fence. He was a willing participant, I will say that. It wasn't like we just cable tied him to a fence because we're cunts. We cable tied him to a fence and then we like, it was like kind of a version of tarred and feathered him. I think we're like, we chucked... <laughs> I'm taking it back to the 1800s there. I think we chucked a load of flour and water all over him. And then, um, and then the bell rang for lunch and everyone was like, oh, who's got a knife? And I was like, we're at school, you fucking idiots. No one's got a knife like to cut him down. This so is Somerset, not Slough. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we're all disgusting fucking hobos. We all had lighters. We're like, we'll just burn them off. <laughs> and they're like attached to his wrists. And he's like, oh, it hurts. So I was like, shut up, James, you mug. <laughs> Stop being such a little bitch. <laughs> Do you want to stay here just, or come with these us? These are massive burns on his wrist. He went to his next class. They're like, what's happened to you, James? They go, shut up, James. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> 
picking plastic out of his fucking skin. <laughs> he was like, yeah, it was. It was like that black, it was black plastic. Oh, it's horrible shit, it? Oh, it was so funny. I mean, I, no, like I said, he was He was like, oh yeah, it'd be funny, William participant. Like, fucking little bastards we were. Fucking little bastards. So we, they tried to chuck us out of our tutor group because they wanted a perfect tutor group. Well, you're never going to get that. You're and never going to get a perfect tutor group. Uh, well, no, we were our fucking assholes. There was, I want to say there was about four of us that were not great. I was not as bad as my sister because she was a fucking asshole. I can tell you some tales about your sister in a minute because I was in her tube. Yeah. She is not a nice person. Oh, she is a nice person. She was just a bit of a rabscallion at school. Yeah. I was in her. So basically, I don't know how they managed to fuck it up, but they put all, somehow, they managed to put all the girls in our year that acted up the most in the same tutor group. So I was like six or seven of them, and it was fucking carnage. And my tutor, Mr. Freeman, God bless the bloke, he was just, he was just away with the fairies. He just wasn't there. No. He just didn't care. Fantastic teacher. Oh, brilliant. He was a geologist. Yeah. And you just see him walking around with a box of rocks all day. Man, didn't give a fuck. He was just cruising his way through to retirement, and we were his last tutor he was ever going to see through to uh, year 11, and that was it. Anyway, we had like six or seven of these girls in our tutor, and they were little bastards, including your sister. Um, and it got, it got so bad. They, they split them all up in the end, like put two in each other to like one in all of the tutor groups throughout the year to like really split them up. That didn't stop them though. I think it was once a week or something. They had to go to a girls club where they all had to sit around in a circle and try and sort out these problems that they had with each other to stop them pulling <laughs> each other's fucking hair out. Like every break time they were trying to kill each other. They were like, they were like UN, like sitting down across the Treaty of Versailles, like sat in the fucking train car trying to sort this shit out like every fucking week. It was so funny. Oh dear. Yeah, your sister was a little bastard at school. Yeah. <laughs> fucking animal. Luckily she's grown up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but everyone does, don't they? You know, at school. Well, some people don't. Oh, I do Yeah, so very few. Yeah, you can name a few off the top of my head from around here. They're still little fucking cunts, but yeah, they haven't really got very far in life, have they? No. Right that way. Things a lot of that's down to the fact they get away with it as well, don't they? That's yeah. the thing. If, if they don't get discipline at home, yeah. or if, even in school as well, like, see, so oh uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, you, if you get away from it, if you get away with it at school, that's one thing. But if you can still get away with it at home as well, then you've got no discipline. Full stop. Because a lot of the times, you know, if you're not getting it at, if you're not getting disciplined at home, you will get disciplined at school, and that's what school is there kind of to do. Really, like we're on about with the army, it's kind of to act a bit like mum and dad if they're not really doing the job. To give you a bit of a slap, not slap around, but being like, you can't do that. What are you doing, yeah. you little fucker, you know? Yeah, so I, like, I remember growing up, like, obviously, my dad's ex-military as well, and fucking hell, it was hellish. Like, you put one fucking finger out of line, and we was going across the living room, like, calling the gang, mate. Like, we was getting <laughs> fucking belted and all sorts. Like, we didn't fuck up one bit, but, like, I remember my earlier days in, like, uh, primary school, secondary school in the UK, yeah, I was a bit of a cunt. Like, you know, we was out... Licking cars, motorbikes, do you know what I mean? Robbing shops, allegedly setting fire to stuff like whatever. Robbing shops. <clears throat> it was what you did, like, especially around where <laughs> we live. What you did. It was what uh, it was. And uh, one of our favourite pastimes, that was Shag. It just kept I mean, I remember walking home from school one day, I was seeing a little Austin Metro drive up the fucking side <laughs> of the hill towards me. I was like, there's no cunt driving it. It was my brother's mate had nicked it from some fucking lady from the local corner shop and was like, hop in, I'll give you a lift home. I was like, no, you're all right, mate, we'll walk. But you couldn't even see with a fucking steering wheel. <laughs> There's but no one in that. <laughs> I think I was probably about 12 or 13 when my family moved out to Spain. And I'd been in school maybe six months. Now, Spanish schools are 
like, I don't know if anyone listens in, has been to Spanish school, they can fucking back me up on this, but it's, what I can describe is, it's almost like being an American school, so there's no school uniforms, you sit at like individual desks, like in lines across the classroom, Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, you bounce from one classroom to another for different subjects, what you do, but I remember like, say five or six months in, and I wasn't quite getting it. I didn't speak a word of Spanish at this point. They is, didn't speak a word of fucking English. So is it all in Spanish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'd literally walk in and we had this uh, teacher who's called Don Bernardo, right? And honestly, he was <laughs> fucking hideous. Hell. He was hideous, he right? He used to run keys <clears throat> over the lines. Put it this way. He was the sort of teacher that would walk into the classroom. He would set everyone off in the class to like do their work or whatever. And he'd walk up to me and he'd like open a book and I'll see in Spanish, he'd just say, copy this. And I'd li- that's all I did for five months, mate. I'd just be li- like doing lines. Right. I was copying out of a fucking book and I thought, where am I going with this? Yeah. Once he'd asked me to do that. that, he'd go to the front of the classroom where he sat, he'd spark up a cigarette, lay back in his chair and fall asleep. In class? In class. At this point, we'd all fuck off down the canteen. You just have a little they, siesta, they, really. Yeah, that's it. They do love a little siesta. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, but they're, uh, nice. they're, sort of like, they're, they're still 60 years behind out there, mind. Anyway, I got to one day... And he come up and he was like, copy this, copy that. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go again. And I just didn't give a shit. I was just like squiggling drawings in the back of me book. Do you know what I mean? Just thinking about what I was going to do when I got home. I was yeah. going to modify my motorbike or whatever. So I got to the end of the class and he come up to me and in Spanish. And like, obviously I know now because... Ah, you're Obviously now knowing the language, but he was basically cussing me out in front of the rest of the fucking class and trying to mug me off. Oh, make you look a prick. Now with my background then... Before I was educated with the military and all the rest of it, I was a bit of a cunt. And I literally sat back in my chair and went, fuck off, mate. With that, he grabbed me by the fucking ear roll, dragged me off the fucking seat, and frog marched me down to the fucking headmaster's office, bro. I almost got a fucking hide in. And at that point, I went, yeah, fuck score, I'm leaving. I'll get an apprenticeship with John Deere as an agri diesel fitter. So, yeah, and, I was that, gone. and that was that and that was that yeah let's go to 14, 15 and I was gone that's it. if you can't speak the language you're gaining fucking nothing you are no. literally as you said copying yeah and I lit- so that was say like my first sort of like six months in school like I bunked off school so much and didn't really give a fuck but when I left school and went into work I knew I had to make it work because I've got no I, well yeah then, you've got nothing yeah, I had nothing got- I had no GCSEs no, no. Sport qualifications <laughs> full wheeling bill spec mate like there's nothing there um, but I learnt more in the first sort of three months, the language, how like, every, just by going to work. Yeah. Not that I'm trying to promote the school shit, go to work kids, but. Yeah, fuck. some people get on well with school, some people don't, and no. that's how it is. Yeah, and I've done it right for myself now, like don't get me wrong, like obviously when I signed up and joined the military, I was fortunate that I could do evening school. So I had to go do classes at night time, get my maths, my English, all that. Yeah, I wasn't like illiterate. It's not like I was sat there like the fucking Royal Marines and eating no. crayons all the rest of it. <laughs> but, <clears throat> no, you just didn't have those pieces of paper that exactly, said... Exactly, yeah. You know, I could string a sentence together. You know, my grammar was pretty much on point because I did take notice in the UK, but I had to obviously have that in paperwork. So yeah, yeah I went to evening school, got it all brushed up and I was squared away. And then when I went on further like... Um, like promotion courses within the army to develop further you have to have like higher education as well with certain stuff so right. they'll, put, they'll put you through them courses as well so yeah I got it but fuck me span that it did give me a massive fucking kick up the arse though because I was at home I was or oh, I was a little tear away but I was still so, sort of respectful yeah because that's how we got brought up but then it's almost like school was my place to rebel and be a little cunt yeah. with my little cunty mates because we come from a really cunty place. 
But then, obviously, going to that school in Spain, when that teacher grabs you and gives you a fucking hide and you think, oh, hang on a minute, I can't get away with this. Yeah, hold tight. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> mad, isn't it? Fucking mad. Right. Uh, I think we're about ready to scooch. Or yeah. have you got some shout-outs to do? I've got more? some shout-outs to do. People Mara that have ordered Lannis. within the episode. i got a special shout-out as well. So, you absolute scumbags ordered in the episode. So, big shout-out to Jack Miles, Nigel Pack, and Patrick Young. And Tom Carver and Billy Paul. Oose. And then we got one special shout-out. Oh. Right, so I used to work with a bloke. A man. And um, it, was a, it was a bit useless, but I brought him under my wing and... Um, we oh, taught, is this uh, we, we, we taught him some things. So shout out to um, Goldust, I think his tag is, on Insta. Oh, not the one I'm thinking of then. All right. That's it. Shout out to um, Owen Taylor, GoldustX on Insta. Go and give him a little follow. He, like, he's one of them drifty boys. Skiddy boys, you fucking champion in the beat up orange piece of shit he has. <laughs> uh, right, oh, some shout outs to do for the amazing people that just like bought us stuff off our Amazon wish list. I've not, I don't, is, my missus has been like, What is going on? <laughs> the postman is like, Why is the doghouse podcast? I was like, Shag, you're gonna need to listen, <laughs> then you'll understand. Um, so shout out to our man Carol at the road for the scampi fries, shout out to Bones underscore 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 two two seven for the uh the port rounds. Big yes. Matty Pickford for the fezes, which I have spent all evening wearing. I still have it on me now. Um we got two blow up T-Rex costumes, and I don't know who either of them were from. So please hit us up in the DMs, let us know who you are, and we'll shout you out on the next episode. And can you and- send a third one in so I can chase Reggie Marlon down the street? <laughs> We've been having the most fun today. <laughs> the most yeah, fun. Yeah, hold tight for Instagram reels. Yeah, hold tight. Awesome. Right, and just before we finish, one final shout out to the sponsor of these episodes, The Auto Mover. Uh, mate, thank you so much for sponsoring these episodes. You've been an absolute fucking champion. We really appreciate it. And uh, I hope you get some trade from our fucking loyal bunch of scumbags, as always. Uh, so... The Automover is a sponsor of this episode. They provide simple, reliable, professional vehicle transport services, whether it's a car, motorbike, caravan, track toy, project, or just another broken piece of shit, unreliable crap Land Rover. They or will, escort. Or escort. That's there. Yeah, let's let's not leave anything out. Take they will take the best care of you, delivering it anywhere from Cornwall to Carlisle. If you need your vehicle transported, head over to www.theautomover.co.uk for a free quote, and in the vehicle description, include ITDH off your entire delivery. That's www.theautomover.co.uk, or check them out on their socials at The Automover. Slide over there, give them a like, give them a follow. We really appreciate that. They supported us, so hopefully you can support them too. Uh, right. I think that's it. We're done. I we're think squared. we're done. Oos, peace. Right, cool. I've been Reg. I've been Marlon. I've been Toucan. All right, we'll catch you on the next one, everyone. Cheerio and goodbye. <laughs>